That's the funniest thing I've ever Purple Haze is delicious. If I hate it, then I'm going to take that Bud Light. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Post Malone. Oh, it smells like Posty. (laughs) He's got a Bud Light machine in his house. He would. Mm, Just gives him free Bud Light. I I take a White Claw one of those. We had a stray White Claw we were going to bring, and I was like, nah, don't take that. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Dude, I got to keep that. Yeah, go for it. I got to keep this girlish figure somehow. Got to keep that mop. Oh. Uh, Yo, what? from now on, every episode that Lizards is on, including this one, you got to censor out the curse words. The way that you did that on the Greeleads one, the oh, Greeleads, yeah. I was in fucking tears. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, but like like on The Office when they bleep out the mm-hmm. curse words, I fucking lose it. We didn't, oh we didn't it's even so bleep, much funnier. We didn't even bleep out the curse words. Curse words. We bleeped out the name of their EP, right, which yeah. was based on like an NBC show that we bleeped so, out, yeah. starring the actors that we bleeped out. I'm glad you found it funny because when I was editing it and uh-huh. I was, I'd listen back to him like, dude, people are gonna shut this off. No, like, beep, I, beep, beep, I was beep, driving beep. home. Yeah, when it, like there's a butt, like a gang of them, I was in tears. I love that shit. You should censor this one tonight. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Remember Unhappy Gilmore when it's like. Um, the like head of the PGA mm-hmm. and um, the love interest. What's her name? Ooh, Veronica. that's Billy nice. Madison. Oh, sh- is it? Well, anyway, that, that, yeah, that, the girl, Virginia, Veronica Virginia, 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 Suck my white ass ball! Flag it nearly impales the guy. You're fucking with the wrong motherfucker! You! God, I miss old Adam Sandler. That shit was so funny. You're gonna die, clown! Yeah, I'm a big fan of of censorship in that way. The excessive bleeps. It is, like, amazing how, like... The FCC actually can make things funnier. Like, uh, you remember Why Does Kids You Know? Uh-uh. That skit yeah. they did about uh, how Abraham Lincoln really died? Yeah. They put yeah. out two versions of it. One with, like, the censored and one that oh, was, like, yeah. not censored. And the censored one is, like, a hundred oh, times funnier. Who like, oh, said that? Oh, wait. No, no, no. I have said yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. String Look bean out. looking ass. Yeah. <laughs> String bean looking at Turn around and say it again. <laughs> Turn around and say it again. <laughs> what? What? Hey. What? Hey. Hey. He goes, what? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. Hey. Listen to the woman, John. <laughs> Calm down. Just calm, calm down. down. Oh my god, that skit oh. is gold. What did be motherfucker said that? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? And then like the beginning of the play that we're watching is like, holy shit, Hamlet. <laughs> 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 Every single one of those episodes in in their entirety is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Now, did those guys go on to do a different show? Some of them, uh, like maybe I, there was a couple are, are movies. They, like, they, they did, did a movie, like, Miss March. March. Yeah, oh, Miss March. Okay. I never but saw that's it, not but. Tim and Eric, is it? No. no. Oh, okay, no, word. No, 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 I don't know. No, 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 no. They were no. Those Tim show. and Eric movies are gnarly. The billion dollar movie. 
No idea. Rough. Are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was rough. Yeah. I just, One, uh, the main guy, that Trevor guy, he's he does stuff still on Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. I just started watching uh, Letter Kenny. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, have you now? Yes. <laughs> God, I love that Can show. confirm. Yeah. It's a Texas size 10 for yeah, yeah. All that hype, I was so happy when I jumped yeah. out. Is it funny? Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny. very it's funny. Really yeah. funny. Very funny. Yeah. We, and it's... The jokes are so quick. You have to watch episodes yeah. like two times because you're gonna miss jokes because you're laughing. Yeah. Which yeah, one yeah. is leather? 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 The they're Canadian, leather Canadian, Canadian hillbillies. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Canadian. Yeah. They're just can- mm. Canadian hillards. Yep. Hillards. And it's just witty. Like it's like when people at my work one-liners. suggest me to watch things, I just can't trust them. It's like they're the ones that suggest me to watch the ranch. Ooh, yeah. dude! Oh, my yeah. mother-in-law wants me to watch the ranch so bad. She I watched the trailer. I watched Yo, the your trailer for that. Dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the trailer for that. Isn't man. it just I like just... white trash '70s it's show? Just like yeah. yeah. <laughs> right wing '70s show. Right wing humor. Got vegan Ron on it and oh, fucking Ashton Kutcher. It's got Kutcher. a glorious mustache, and that's about it. It's that's all kinda... I, I turned it off after that. I was like, it's the kind of mustache. It's the kind of show that people who are proud that they eat meat would watch. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> he made a joke about uh, like an almond milk. <laughs> That's almond hilarious. Milk. Good hippies. Welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. Oh, no. uh, my name is Joey. <laughs> Today we are here with some special guests. Wait, my name's Adam. Oh, no, this is, I hate this, actually. You know, I'm glad, because I suggested, I was like, hey, we should sit on the other side. And he was like, do we have to do that, though? I didn't want to sit in front of your computer. I would have yeah. turned it. I thought it would have just been <laughs> anywhere near that monster. I thought it would have just been something that people would have, like, had the mystery of not knowing, but they thank can, you for spoiling that can, for them. Yeah. Your computer Jesus. does like your computer looks like a tile, like a floor it has tile. a threatening aura. I mean, it, it, oh yeah, <laughs> it, it looks, looks like a bathroom countertop port. and I like was, a five star restaurant. Yeah, it has no it Ethernet port because it's. First question we always like to ask our guests: <laughs> Who are your guests? <laughs> oh yeah, who are we here with, Mister Aragu? Uh, we are here with. My name is Chris. My name is Nick. And I'm Tyrell. That was weird. <laughs> All right, so Why was it weird? the first question we like You're to ask, you. your mother and your girlfriend no. switch bodies, <laughs> <laughs> a la Freaky Friday. The only way that you can switch them back to their bodies, though, is to have sex with one of them. That's right. Which one do you have sex with to turn them back? Both. And a threesome? Flip, yeah. flip a coin. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. Yeah. Flip a coin. You're adopted. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter to me. All right. Well, it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Oh, no. Nick. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Nick loves his mom. So (laughs) he might just do it. I guess I'll do. Chris, that's boy, it. Coin, it it's I'll, I'll be make batty. sure to apologize regardless. You know what, <laughs> sorry, you know what I would sorry. do? You know what I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. You know what I would do? The girlfriend with the mom trapped in the body, but I knock her ass out. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. right. That's I could. That's right. That's a controversial statement there. That's right. I could because obviously that's how it would go. I would keep processing what you just said. Yo, who cares? I originally thought you said you were gonna knock her up. I don't know which is worse. Doesn't matter anyway. I'm gay. I would never do that. Neither. Fuck you all. So we all have our answers then. 
<laughs> I think so. I, I like. I, I like the whole like, mom. I'm gonna have to put you down for a little bit. You're gonna have to go to sleep. Mom, I'm sorry, but I okay. So only one of us like is gonna bear the burden of this nightmare with like your boyfriend or your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Then I guess I'd have to ask him if he'd be all right with like. Maybe I wouldn't have to like. Which one? Would well, you yeah. wanna, you've wanted to punch your dad for years, dude. Oh, you can knock sweet, him out. Sweet vengeance. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> My dad. Hell yeah. <laughs> I am literally gonna. In the anus. <laughs> that sounds like a bumper dad. sticker from the ranch. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> My dad. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I love conservative humor. <laughs> I drink Where's the tit on an almond? <laughs> um, next question. <laughs> F- Mary Kill Star Wars Edition in light of Episode Nine. Okay. Have you guys General seen General Grievous, it? Baby Yoda, and Sice Noodles. Okay, uh, who's Sice Noodles? The singer from Sice uh, Noodles. I, I I figured you would uh, ask this question. Yeah, she is the that remember singer in the bar that they go into in bar. She the blue in Return one? of the yeah. Jedi. No, uh-huh. not the blue one. The one with the like long mouth with the crazy <laughs> lips. Oh, yeah. the big one yeah. with the like. Snoot. Joey, do your impression of her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that broad. So her, <laughs> so her <laughs> for sure because I okay. need to tongue my asshole. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. for sure. And you love anal play? Yeah, you nice. know it. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm gonna. Do I know it? Okay, hot take. Hot take. Hit it, Chris. I'm gonna. F- the weird singer. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. I'm going to kill Baby Yoda and marry General Grievous. I'll yeah. That. No, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I had. Okay. Yeah, I'm exactly. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Like, I hate to say that I would kill Baby Yoda, but... I'm not going to... He's going to marry a 50-year-old baby. Like, that's fucked up. Or kill him. Even if he is age of consent, <laughs> that's still this wrong. This episode is just going to be... Beep. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to fuck a 50-year-old baby. <laughs> I'm not. No, that's a, that that's actually a kink. I'm pretty sure. Oh, All right, Nick, sure. you're up. Yeah. For sure. No. <laughs> oh no, you're up. No, is... no, now I'm gonna feel weird about saying that. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you already know the right answer. Just say that. <laughs> It'll be okay. The right answer. Just don't. Just don't uh, say you'd f- the baby. He'd f- the baby. <laughs> probably, don't. F- f- General baby. Grievous, honestly. Dude, <laughs> a lot of hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, a lot of lightsabers too. Like I was that saying one you marry Watchmen, where Doctor Manhattan just keeps multiplying while he's fucking oh. Lori. See, I'd, I'd say I'd say marry General it. Grievous because of all the lightsabers that you would inherit when he inevitably dies in Episode Three. Oh, right, true. So uncivilized. You could you could fuck size Snoodles because I mean, look at the mouth on that thing. My side bitch. Yeah. You know, I said that thing I'll is, kill you. That thing is <laughs> Luigi's <laughs> Mansion vacuum hose. <laughs> She dummy. Thing. Are any of you like Star yeah, Wars did. like nuts? I'm like not nuts, but okay, I'm, we're I'm like a date. little bit more than like normal. Fan. Okay, yeah. I'm heavy I'm, into like he's, Star he's Wars well lore. Versed. The movies yeah. that he's I'm educated, give or take though. Yo. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. I was always under the impression <coughs> that people that weren't Jedi's could not operate a lightsaber. Like, oh. like it wouldn't turn on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, there You've is a moment in nine where that happened. Well, yes. that happens in. It that also. Well, General, General Grievous isn't a fucking he's Jedi. Not, oh, he's yeah. not a Force user. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's just a dick. He was just trained <laughs> in, the, in the lightsaber arts by I Dooku. thought there were always just buttons on the, it those fuckers. Yeah, it was generally too. believed until <laughs> Grievous used the lightsabers that only Jedi yeah. could operate that the Force. Dude, the rules change every movie. Part of the. Com- 
part of the rules of activating is the force is what lights it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the on switch. Yeah. But General Grievous threw that out the window. Those three episodes threw a lot of lore out the window. Okay, word. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to okay, make well, sure that about, I didn't like, make that um, up. Like, Metachlorian levels didn't exist yeah, until 1, 2, and 3, and th- that's a Are those idea. there? Yeah. And like, they stole take, that from Scientology. Yeah, yeah. I was going to so. say, those are just Thetan levels. What about an empire where Han Solo takes Luke's lightsaber and, like, cuts open the Tauntaun with it? Oh, all right. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Touché. You think yeah. that Tauntaun was a Jedi? Mally, mally, Finn in... Seven. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's Finn what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn, yeah. 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 Finn tries to use it. Well, if, if, if there's a part in nine where Finn is holding a lightsaber, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a second, bitch. That's not right. <laughs> that's not right. It doesn't yeah. matter. This is Star Wars. So none of you have seen nine? Yeah. No. That's Damn. The, uh, okay. That's yeah. We saw a nine. We saw it last night. Last night. night. My friends wow. went to see it last night too. I I, I gave it a seven out of ten. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's, most of what I heard is people even who aren't about Star Wars like. It's a good one. Probably yeah. the best of the I, new three. I've seen a lot of people <clears throat> shitting on it. Oh, dude, there's but a lot. Yeah. No, there's plenty to shit on. There really yeah. is plenty. Of, this we'll is talk a, about it after you watch it, okay. though. Yeah. In I'll, the group I'll, chat. I'll, yeah. <laughs> All I'll say is it's a pretty messy movie. Yeah. Like, okay. there are a it's lot It's stumbled of, throughout the whole Yeah, bunch. it's very rushed. So I'm... Just, I'm uh, very um, cloudy on the fr- on the, le- the previous two before same. this one. Hard. Same. Should I rewatch them no, before? Because I didn't. Okay. And I know you should if you <laughs> want to. I mean, will it make more sense? It'll make you sad. No, yeah. I'm pretty mm-hmm. good. Like, Actually, I mean, I mean, last night I watched a pretty messy movie myself. Have you guys seen the latest X Men: The Dark Phoenix movie? No, no. but I heard that sucked. It I'll tell you what, though. I haven't seen different. a single X Men movie. Oh, good. No. <laughs> No, like overall, what? I'm still holding out hope that MCU will get X Men yeah, and get to read the whole have. fucking I thought, thing. I thought Logan was have, like they already have it. They want to do like an X Men versus Avengers movie for like Phase Five or something. Uh, like no, that. just give us a whole it's new Phase Five X-Men from like the start. Six? That's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, then I'm for it. The only no, person just, cool. just wait for that because the MC- only person they're not recasting is Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. They're not recasting Ryan. No, which would make sense though, because you know how he's like breaking the fourth wall. He wouldn't mention yeah. that he used to be in a different mm-hmm. studio or something like that. Yeah. Wait. So Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the no. only person that they're not. Well, like, yeah, because he's the newest. Ryan Reynolds like, is Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. He, Deadpool. he instantly oh. immortalized that with. Yeah, his for movies. sure. Yeah, for sure. He's he's literally the perfect. Yeah. No we one were, else could do we Deadpool watching, like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, me and Corey are watching all of the MC, the entire MC universe in chronological order based on like years that it would have taken place so mm-hmm. starting with Captain America yep. the first Avenger and then moving forward we just finished Age of Ultron we have like seven more movies to go and uh, we were just <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea we were y'all just seen Joe Dirt though hell yeah hell what a yeah. classic you see this movie <laughs> I, <can laughs> see Joe Dirt. I can see down your shirt <laughs> more <laughs> world <laughs> I got the poo on me <laughs> you see my girlfriend you shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Def Leppard sucks. <laughs> That's Kid Fucking Rock. Oh man, God, Kid Rock. So I, saw, I met Kid Rock once at uh, at the in the UP. Are you okay? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, <laughs> That's where he's from. Oh, Upper Peninsula. I yeah, thought you meant the mall. Yeah, the Upper Peninsula. Okay. okay. Yeah. We were at, <laughs> I, I, was, I met him at UPS. <laughs> no, my mom, my UP mom mall? worked like a resort hotel thing up mm-hmm. there, and he was staying there, and I was sitting at the bar. My mom was morning breakfast bar. It's like a big room or whatever. Mm-hmm. He comes down, has four Jaeger bombs at 10 in the morning, 
Just comes out, boom, 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 four Jaeger bombs, and just walks out and is like, Sup. just walked out. And I was, that's that's me meeting Kid American Rock. American badass, to calm dude. The nerves yeah. Yeah. of yeah. being Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our potential presidential candidate for 2020. Awesome. So Hell yeah. I can see. I want to like you. So I could see why he had to do four shots. Hard. It slaps. Though. Cowboy's hard too. Yeah, so is American Badass. Yeah, Bull God. You remember that song, Bull God? No, I want to nope. be a cowboy. Right? <laughs> Y'all remember <laughs> fucking <clears throat> Rock and Roll Jesus? That album. Y'all wow, remember Fergie? Yo. Y'all remember Fergie? You remember Fergie's comeback album, The Double Duchess with Milf Money? <laughs> is this something that I can get at a fast food restaurant? <laughs> she got that Milf Money, dude. She does. Do you guys remember Uncle Cracker? Yo, oh, I didn't know yeah. who Uncle Cracker yeah. was. Like, I, I didn't know that was his him. name until like this year or last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really recent. <laughs> Did you it was Uncle mind Cracker? Do my hat Jordan. Do my hat Jordan. I had that album and listened to it on my way to uh, Little Prairie, or what was that? Little House on the Prairie. Con- Connor Prairie in oh, elementary school. <laughs> I listened to Uncle listen Cracker to my way to and fucking Uncle Cracker. And lit and Uncle Cracker. That's really all you need in a playlist. Yeah. Thanks for having us on your show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome to my dojo. <laughs> Oh yeah, do you guys? I love like the Mezingers. The, the new place? This, yeah, I no. Do you like the new place? The what? Yeah, this is their place, bro. This is my fucking place. We're the guests. <laughs> you love the what? Whose house are you in? <laughs> All right, so zingers, that mm, snack cake, listeners. If you haven't, well, no, of course you haven't been able to tell. This is a very special episode because it's Christmas. Uh, Yay! Yay. So Jesus was born in the summer. Wow! wow. Let's celebrate yeah. his birthday in Listen, December. Wow! This isn't about Indeed. Jesus. This Jesus is about isn't white. Me. Jesus isn't white. This is about me. Christmas. Chris plus Chris. Merry Christmas. Yes. Yo. More Chris. Put the Chris. Shit. Put the Chris back in Christmas. Thank you. Check this out. Trying to say. Check this out. Pit six miss. Yes, thank thank you, you for that high? visual <laughs> that visual have you, uh, media. Have you given a uh, description on what this hashtag is? Don't worry or? about it. I'm not. Yeah. But we uh, <laughs> there are lots of definitions. It pit. I'll give you the the only definition you need to know. Pit six is as pit six does. Pit six to me sounds like a NASCAR term, and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, we got our roll into pit six. Yeah. Literally, though. Yeah. They're bringing out the caution flags. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did they ever uh, put that wall in jail or anything, or put it on trial for what it did, Dale? Ooh, no. <gasps> nope. It got away scot free. We, we raised hell out there and praised Dale here in. <laughs> In your studio. We need a Dale Earnhardt poster in here. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with the Intimidator? Dude, you try and find Dale Earnhardt, like authentic Dale Earnhardt merch now, though, and it is fucking some major guacamole. Fucking mint. Yeah. There was a dude on Facebook one time, because I put a feeler out for, like, Mm T-shirts, and uh, this dude was like, yeah, I got a couple XLs, and he, like, sent them to me. Uh, They were, like, crazy-ass, like, all-over print ones, like, his face on the front, like, the car on the back. He's like... I could do like 160 on that. I was Fuck. like, <clears throat> he's like, I also have this lamp. If you're interested, <laughs> <laughs> Dale Earnhardt fucking lamp. It was one of those you like tap it and it gets yes. brighter. Oh, so hell sick. Yeah. He was like 250, you know? I was like, I'm a KMS dog. Right? Dude, you know what I would fuck with though? An old school Jeff Gordon shirt, the Rainbow Warrior. Boy. Him and I have Remember the same that old birthday. Car? No. Okay, so back in the early 90s, there was a. F- uh, I used to watch NASCARs yeah. growing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mark Martin. There, was, there was a feud between Dale Earnhardt uh-huh. 
and Jeff Gordon. Well, Jeff Gordon was always kind of like the... He's the pretty boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the, he's the Lightning McQueen of the NASCAR universe. And Dale Earnhardt was like the universe. working man's. Yeah. Except Jeff he wasn't Gordon a was the Rainbow Warrior, <laughs> and then Dale Earnhardt had that oh, yeah. solid black and red car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was wow, all the mean time. Looking. Wow. Yeah, the, the number 24 car is pretty, pretty fucking ugly. Yeah. yeah. But um, I was all about Mark Martin. That yeah, my, six Viagra. My dad car. was a huge <laughs> hell yeah. Well, he was Valvoline and then Viagra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then went my dad Viagra. was a huge. We're talking about NASCAR. I know. Mark Martin Mark Mark to shut it down. Mark Martin to shut it down. I don't know about NASCAR. Mark Martin was old when I was a little kid. Yeah, and he was still. And then I grew up, and he was still raised. I was like, yeah. how old? When do you get cut off from being allowed to race? Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like eighty, still driving. I'm like, dude. Do you guys know the like the origin of NASCAR? Yeah, it's Isn't about it from like moonshine, moonshine bootlegging. Moonshine and, and like Running the getaway the car. They mm-hmm. The people went up to a southern Georgia and they went, wow, that's a NASCAR. Real NASCAR. And they said, oh, you have a NASCAR too. <laughs> we should race them. And then that's how NASCAR came to be. <laughs> that's amazing. Welcome to Nice Car. So okay. the first question we like to ask on the team. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We have to we have to structure this yeah, a little bit. Finish we, talking. It's not your show. We do have some questions. <laughs> if I don't do it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, we, we do have some questions. Joey especially has way well, more than I do. Okay, so, so, he had a question to ask. No, finish. We, we, we gotta do an intro. Oh this is my god. god! This is my fucking show. He's gonna finish it. <laughs> my night. Fucking. Go ahead. Go, go, go for it. Listener. Oh, yes. Talk to me. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah Kwanzaa. Happy Saturnalia. Whatever the fuck Hail you Satan. celebrate. Hail Satan. Yeah. Happy festival. Today <laughs> is a special day because we have our good friends, Adam and Joey, in here. And they are going to interview us and get to asking some questions that I guess you've all been wondering. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we actually reached out to to the fans. You did Ooh. not. The, the fan club. <laughs> I didn't ask a single goddamn fan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know fans? anyone that likes the show except me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't even like the show. I just came out here for the paycheck. <laughs> Big fan. So yeah, today's episode is going to be run and hosted by Adam and Joey. Boom. We are the guests today. So how y'all doing? Wow. Not so bad in you. Not so bad in you. Low-key, terrible. <laughs> it's actually been a rough couple of weeks. So let's start with um let's start with a little Toon Junkies history. Uh as I did not know anything about any of you until we met at Igni- you and me met at Ignition. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, to be honest, I still don't know a damn thing about how this thing got kicked off. So, Chris, why don't you lead us off and uh, tell us the the day that the Toon Junkie podcast fell out of your guys' vagina? Well. Do babies come from the vagina? No, they come from the butt. This, okay. Mm-hmm. Your okay, button. so your collective ass, though, because it all fell out of your ass at the same Actually, time. Actually, it has to go to the Senate, and then they go. <laughs> 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 Yo, yo, that was relevant. Yes, yes. Bravo, Nicholas. Holy Bravo. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're getting better at this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just snapping them off, bro. Mm. Yes, indeed. So, not bad. the Edgy. origin of Toon Junkies actually started with Nicholas. Okay. Nicholas yeah. started his own podcast called Pulp Niction. Mm. Which that's he, right. I've heard about that. How long were you doing it? <laughs> I did that uh, for like 
a month. <laughs> a month? <laughs> Maybe really? two months. No, there was a, there was start, a, he had yeah. like four or five episodes. Yeah. I, had a, I think I was his only listener, but I... It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was like late November mm-hmm. of uh, 2018. Maybe the January of 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What so was the podcast about? It's basically this. This. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, sick. And I did not like know. the fledgling version of this. Yes. But, uh... See, it was, uh... My producer was Austin from Dirt Nap. Okay. He recorded and he kind of co-hosted as well. Sick. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, it was fun. Any memorable moments? It's all memorable. <laughs> uh, wait, oh, one time, amazing. uh... We I watched, guess tell us one everything. One time we then. watched YouTube poop. <laughs> okay. But that, it was called Hank of the Hill. <laughs> what the what really weird. is YouTube poop? I've actually never seen it's, it. It's whack. But Sounds whack. Yeah, It's yeah. good to get high on and watch because okay. it'll make okay. you Okay. I figure with a name like YouTube poop. <laughs> I think, I think only that would be something to get high off of. <laughs> I think the only episode I remember is Ty Chaney talking about Skittles. That was a big. That was a I, big. And yeah. he talked about it for a really long time. Yeah, and that's like the only thing I remember about. Oh, yeah. that was also a very revealing it. episode, from what I hear. Yeah, as he got very in depth and personal about his own life. Oh yeah, and it was. I like. I was actually like stuck on the show. I was like, oh shit, I'm about mm-hmm. to hear this dude's whole life story. Mm-hmm. And you could hear Amos in the like he was like in a different corner of the room, not next to a mic, but just like there, and mm-hmm. he would talk and answer things. But you could just hear him like far away, like, <laughs> like is there somebody else in the room talking to them? <laughs> the yeah, because it that? was like our early days. We just had a condenser mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. well, did that for a couple months, and then Chris and I had known each other for a couple years. How? Yeah, tell oh. us how you all met. Yeah. Ex lovers. Say it again. In a past life, yes. <laughs> uh, see, well, two years ago, Chris and I both like signed up to do security for some kind of event. First of all, let you me guys correct were you right there. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, 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 I put on a show for the Omniscient Boys, oh. and I hired security, <laughs> and you came to that show. Nick, you were security no, no, for the Omniscient? No, no, I went to like, the meeting beforehand, and they, like, I bought the black shirt and stuff, and I got headphones and downloaded the app, but, oh, I did, yeah, but then I, I just got drunk. <laughs> yeah, see, it was... I the Michiana mashup, the yes. proper Nick Dameron story. Yeah, yeah. It was, for, face, it was uh, Christian uh, Lanham's birthday, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where that's that's where I uh, I uh, that's where the car accident. No, that's, that's where I made his parents fall in love with me because when, when I met them, he I asked them nicely. I said, "Hey, so hey, are you gonna come in?" And they're like, "No." I was like, "Oh, come on, it'll be a lot of fun." And I was super sweet to them. And then Chris, you're a charming guy, though. He yeah. told me later. He was like, "Dude, my parents love you." I was like, "They don't fucking know me." Yeah, me and his father have a roller coaster of a relationship because he loved me. He said I had nice teeth. You have nice hair teeth. Nice. Pretty hair. hair was nice. And then um, I don't know. Then now, Chris started some shit. Chris with my keeps dad. <laughs> Chris keeps fantasizing about killing Nick's dogs. His <laughs> dad is not appreciated. It's not real. I just want to. <laughs> So anyway, so you're gonna yeah. beat Nick's dad's ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, after that, yeah. uh, Chris and I saw each other a couple parties. I think nice parties at stuff um, like that. At Christian uh, Shiraz's house. And then uh, that's when oh, we. Yeah. I know that guy. Fozzie was coming to Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho's band, like total dad rock. Okay, that poster there is, right uh, there. But uh, we yeah, I was like, together. I kind of want to go, and Chris like, I'll go with you. Then we both got a VIP tickets. The we Judas Rising tour. Wow. Yep. Yeah, we met Gemini Syndrome and we met Chris Jericho and Fozzie. Oh, wow. So, that was How cool. was Chris Jericho? 
He was good. Yeah, he was good. IRL. Did you guys He wrestle? told him the disco joke and he lost it. Dude, he <laughs> loved the disco joke. Disco yeah. joke. Uh-oh. You oh, got to stand up for okay. it. Yep. He's you guys heard okay, about the reason the climb disco balls? <clears throat> no. They went from here to here. Yo, I'm for real laughing. He told Chris Jericho that joke. I get why Chris, me and Chris Jericho would probably get along. Wow. I don't know. So then after yeah. that, we see each other at shows, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think I saw on Facebook a lot that he was sharing links to his, his podcast, mm. but it was always SoundCloud. And <clears throat> instead of clicking on the link and just like listening to it, mm-hmm. it would send you to SoundCloud. And then it would I would be like, hey, you have to download this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Right. So yeah. I never listened. I don't know why any motherfucker <laughs> in the world would use SoundCloud. In yeah, 2019, God damn you, SoundCloud! Like, Seriously, are getting big on it. Yeah, when you have yeah, when you have Discro, and it's so easy, you just like yeah. throw it on Discro, and they're yeah. just like, hey, go. now your it's podcast is. Look at that! You're so official. You're literally remember, on the same <clears throat> streaming site as fucking Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember getting the email that our shit was on Napster. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> my whole dude, that is fucking. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was wild. You know what I mean? Oh my god, that's this beautiful. Fun. And then where, where does Tyrell come into the mix, though? Oh well, well they, we, yeah, we yeah. gotta. Oh my god, get to the inception. Y'all of Y'all being young, wild, and free. Yep, yep. This sounds like a lot of fate. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, it was at a, uh, <clears throat> a perfect specimen show. It was the flute, the angry flute recorder yeah, Seth thing. Seth Harlan's angry recorder. Yes, angry recorder show, <laughs> angry flute which recorder. he didn't. Show up to. He, wait, he didn't show up to that show. Was nope. he headlining? Did, Sorry, Seth yeah, Lancaster. Yeah, Seth Lancaster. What? It was an. Ang- he just played recorder. He's like yeah. he was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. he was supposed to. But he was didn't. he just going to do like the cover mm. of the 20th Century no idea. Fox? We have no so. idea what he's going to do. The world may <laughs> never know. But we were we were watching the perfect specimen, and we were both kind of lit. And I was like, dude, we should. Somehow or other, it got to the point where one of us was asking, we should do a podcast and interview these bands to find out why they're so f***ing good. Why mm. they're so f***ing stupid. Yeah. <laughs> why they're the goddamn worst. Yeah. So he was in a contract with um, Austin to do- Contract's so- a weird word. Okay. They were in a, a light contract. A, yeah, so Y'all were there was a big legal battle. To do so no. many episodes, <laughs> and he did yeah. so many, and then once that was over, I was literally bugging him. Hey, when are we doing this? When are we doing this? When are we doing this? When yeah. are we doing this? When yeah. are we doing this? When are we doing this? And he finally is like, "All right, I'm I'm open." Nice. So then I started asking around, or looking around. What the? F- what do I need? You guys linked up with Nick Bliss. To- yes, Nick Bliss was gonna help us out. That sounds like a wrestler. Who's Nick, Nick Bliss? Nick Bliss photography. He does uh, photography a lot of shows. Bald, blonde beard. Bald. His brother is Tony Bliss. Who's no. also bald. They're not <laughs> from bald. They're not from bald. They sound yeah. like a, a pair of wrestling brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the Blisses. They're bald. local, uh, local uh, dudes who've been involved in the scene. His brother ran a couple major venues mm-hmm. throughout the years. Coolio. Yeah. And then Nick became a photographer and he takes pictures of bands. Um, really popular in the area for doing that. They were um, both in Henrietta. They're in a band called Henrietta, and they're coming back. They're mm-hmm. going to start releasing music, I think, cool. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, cool guys, really cool dudes. But they also have Awkward Scene Media, mm-hmm. and they linked up with them to do the show. They had no location, so they were going to do it in the back of Hardy's Bar. Yep. Okay. And, and Jan I, is going to let us out. Shout out to Jan. Jan, yep. you're super sweet. Jan, nice. we love you. Yes. 
But uh, they were going to do their first episode in the back of the bar. Mm. And I was at Costco Mm -hmm. buying stuff. And that's where Nick Bliss works. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to – these guys that I know are going to do a podcast about bands and stuff. Because I was talking about how I wanted to do that. Right. And he's like – that's really cool. And I was like, where are they? He's like, we're going to have them do it in the back of Hardy's bar. Nice. And I was like, nah, dude, f*** you. That's <laughs> stupid. I was like, I have a full, I have a full studio at my office in Goshen. Yeah. And I was like, we just <sighs> built it. I've been there. Yeah. 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 I was like, I just shows. built yeah. this. Yeah. Tell them they can do it at my studio. <laughs> yeah. Like, come to my studio. We'll do it there. Right. I was like, I got everything set up already. We can do it there. And Nick's like, really? I was like, yeah, yeah, tell them. Tell them they can do it there. That would That's be awesome. Sick. So he linked me up with Chris, and me and Chris start talking. And I'm like, yeah, dude, full boat. You can do whatever you want there. And I didn't know anything about how to do podcasts. I just built a fucking sound. Room. None of yeah. us. He's the, Nick's the only one with experience. Well, what what possessed you to build that room? Um, so one of my clients, uh, <sighs> Electrum Tattoo Supply, <laughs> I, I work for a company called Vala Marketing. Oh, um, yeah, okay. So one of my clients, Rob, he owns Electrum. Tattoo. He wanted to do uh, a podcast that talked to different entrepreneurs and tattooing and other different like underground business things. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and him got together one day. I was like, dude, let's just build a studio, and we built a studio. <laughs> and <laughs> took a second. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I don't know what I did. Some shit is going <laughs> on. <laughs> God damn it. Nick Dameron has a pipe. pipe. <laughs> it's Yahweh. <laughs> it's a Yahweh. Yahweh. That's not what you were laughing at. <laughs> so what's the omniscient? I'm so sorry. Hold on. Was that the first episode? I'm sorry. Um, no, Udo was the first episode. Oh, no, episode. yeah. I was. Nick wasn't even in the first episode. It was me <laughs> yeah. and Chris. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah Nick host. had uh, prior engagements. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. So was, it in, was it his last? I literally was in jail. jail. <laughs> Oh, never mind. That's way funnier than what I was gonna say. <laughs> Nicholas was in jail and he could not be on the show. So me and Tyra did the first episode. Yeah, that's a bold move. Yeah. Yeah. That's a party animal. First, that's the first time that's ever been said on this. I know. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Like, Nicholas I had something episode. going on. <laughs> I, always, I always just said he was busy. He so. has something else to do. But yes. Yeah, we uh, we linked up and I told him they could use it. He came. He saw the setup. It was like a shitty setup. We like, what was that? An effects pro board, like a live mm-hmm. board that we just plugged everything into. Yeah. And Had uh, troubles with it every time. Oh, God. It just would how, not and work. We didn't know how to get it to work. So, and that, at that time, I was using Audacity. Yeah. <laughs> the so, Audacity. Yeah. The Audacity yeah. to use Audacity. <laughs> so we interviewed Uro. And from then on, it was. <laughs> from then on, it was like uh, it was the fate was sealed, and uh, they started hosting. And then we had uh, some troubles with my brother-in-law, who's the owner of my company. Yeah. He didn't want us having like upside upside down crosses Emphasis and Cthulhu sh- yeah. in the office. So because our cli- our old people clients would get really scared. Isn't that asinine? Yeah, right? No, but he wanted we, us to put everything away after eyes? every yeah. time. So it we, started getting. You know, the man was putting his foot down. Mm. We couldn't abide that. So yeah. um, we got my friend Did Sean. You tell him where to put his foot. <laughs> yeah, right up his butt. And then we what put. What would you say to the man? Friend? Raise hell, praise Dale, tape. hidden all across the office, just oh, in yeah, different dude. places. Hell yeah. We were oh, salty yeah. at first. Yeah. And I was. I wasn't shy to post things in like. 
when he would comment on things, I'd be like, make sure you put all your shit away or else you're going to get kicked out. And then Tyrell would message me like, please don't do that. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, dude, I'm just, I'm just butthurt. Right. Okay? One time it was Nautilus like God recording in there or something. I commented like, don't leave your devil stuff out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, like, we recorded the Nautilus EP in there too. Yeah. Oh, cool. But um, so it started getting a little rough and like my work life and the podcast was kind of like clashing with each mm, other. Mm-hmm. So I got sick of it. So I recruited our friend Sean and we built this in my garage. Yeah. Um, The last episode in that studio that we did was with Zaff. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's sick. Too high, can't come down. (laughs) Love Zaff. Yeah, I didn't didn't know either of them. The only time I had met Chris was we went to a show at Cheers. Oh, that's right. And I was standing up front. Nobody else was standing for this. uh, Was it a Wisconsin band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Wisconsin band was playing straight (laughs) hardcore with the Cambion Mm -hmm. and a couple other bands. And I'm the, everyone else is sitting at the tables eating pizza, and I walk up, and I'm standing there alone waiting for this band to play, and Chris walks up next to me, and there's just the two of us about to watch this hardcore band, and they get ready to start playing, and the lead singer just spits on Chris. <laughs> like, he, just... He spits, <sighs> and, like, it goes, like, either a in... A band? Near or around it's my like beer, and I'm just like... a hardcore band playing with the Cambion. Were they a straight edge band? Is that why he spit on you? No, I, no, oh. I, no, he, he just no. he was just spitting. He, he was like, "There's so much dick." Oh, he no, didn't saying. spit on you. No, no. he just spit. He like, spit, right uh, on and him. it went close oh, nice. to me, yeah. and I was like mortified. Yeah, and I, I was like, a "Dollar every time I <laughs> spit, and it blew by Adam or Sam." I'd have two or three bucks. Yeah, he <laughs> was he was I'm going on and on about how there was too much cigarette smoke and it was fucking up his voice, and then he just spit, and it just happened to be like, "Blah." Right on Chris, and Chris just looks at me. Just looks. At, we don't know each other. He just looks at me. He's like, "I was like, what oh. the fuck do I do?" And I'm laughing because I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, oh my god, uh, sucks, uh, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, and then a couple weeks later, that's when we. I was like, "Hey, you're the guy that got spit on at that show." <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I didn't Jesus. remember him because I was just some moment, dude. Since right, that yeah. moment, Tyrell has felt superior because he yeah. got so I didn't get spit on. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's why he's such an elitist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or purist. <laughs> and then I started sitting in, but Liberal they would let me term. on episodes because I talk too much and I fucking hate everything and all music, so. No, you're just an elitist <laughs> and you're an old man. It's fine. But yeah, so that's the. So yeah, and now we're here. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. yeah. No. Thanks for coming. Cheers, bro. I'll you're welcome. Thank yeah, you. hey, a little clinky to that, boy. Thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah. I've never seen Joey with a beer in my life. Uh, well, okay, here's the thing. Had had a pretty uh, toxic relationship with alcohol for a long time. Hell yeah. I didn't mean to. Oh. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I ended up drinking beer. Beer <laughs> makes me tired. Mm-hmm. And Same. I just go to bed before I start crying and punching holes in shit. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to crying and yeah. punching holes in mm. <laughs> 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 On my 25th birthday 24th birthday 25th birthday I don't remember One or the other Did you just turn 25? We have a I just 26. 26 I have a We have a porch With like a weird Wooden railing Going around the whole thing And we've both Held on to that thing And puked our guts out I've done it more than once My first night With alcohol Was actually With my best friend Right yeah. here and yeah, he uh, he he, he uh, puked right next to me. It was awesome. All of those Jaeger bombs. But it's a real that, bonding moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but it was, that it made birthday. It better. Don't drink Jaeger. <laughs> my pants. Oof. <laughs> 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 Ridiculous about that. This is yeah. your birthday. We're talking about. Yeah, where um, I was outside and I <sighs> was like trying to puke, 
but couldn't puke anymore, but I wanted to puke more. Oh, and like I was dry heaving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was getting so frustrated that I punched a bunch of paint off my house. Man, I was there watching that. Yeah, just watching the paint fall off my house. I was like, what are you doing? Stop <laughs> like, it! <laughs> 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 you start Wonderful. choking? Yeah. Or, oh, no, that's a throw-up noise. <clears throat> yeah. So Drinking. beer now. So <laughs> beer. Drinking is dope. I'm going to take the only Bud Light. Do you like the Purple Haze? Malone. I'm pretty, pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. This episode brought I've to never you by Purple, Purple Haze. Yes, a beat I thought the box was cool because it looked like Papa Shango. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what that Ooh, is. Ooh, I see your Papa Shango. He's a wrestler. <laughs> oh. I think he looks like the villain from... Uh, Princess and the Frog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like the a frog? character from Coco. No, the voodoo man. <laughs> yeah, shout out movie. to Coco. Y'all he ever seen Coco? Oh, hell yeah. He looks Amazing nothing movie. like Coco. Bald my f***ing eyes out. Oh, so, my God. Do you, I guys, do you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> Bald my hole out, dude. <laughs> do you guys know who that's actually supposed to be? Jack Skellington. Papa Legba. <laughs> Papa Ligma? Legba. <laughs> Ligma? <laughs> Papa <laughs> Ligma balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <Voodoo Really>? <laughs> All right, we are going to get a little serious on this episode though cuz I want to I want to dig in deep into the endless wells of knowledge I have sitting here in front oh. of me. So <laughs> Are you um, trying to sleep with me, Joey? Yeah. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> 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 Is there podcast porn? <gasps> yeah, it's called ASMR. Dude, yes, it's yeah. called oh, ASMR. Fuck ASMR. The dude. other I think I talked about this last time we were it on. It comes up in every Episode. Our Somebody friends, wants to say it. They're on. They have a podcast called Fingering It Out. Ooh. And I went on to Spotify because that's the only platform they're on, I think. And I searched fingering and <laughs> Ooh, found really? ASMR that is just a woman fingering herself. Oh. Wow, it was incredible. Mm. Huh. I took it for a spin. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Five minutes in, and it I lost was, interest. Yeah, I mean, it was just it sounded like someone stepping. And now in a every pole. Thursday at two p.m., I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I give it four out of five fingers. It was like I, I, I really doubt it was a woman masturbating. It kind of sounded like someone moving their hand in a bowl of pasta. I you think know? you know. Oh can you take the Snapchat, your macaroni and cheese, and say this will go pussy? <laughs> That's that vine. <laughs> All right. So what's next? I hear about your pit six or four. Well, Chris, I want to start pit with six you, four, Chris. Dude. You know, Let's rein it in, boys. Okay. You right. you and I have had Fine. a lot Fuck. of uh, really solid, in depth conversations about more than just music. And Ouch. I'm known for it. Yeah, and I, I love you for it. Um, you know, and I, I I don't know you super well, but I know you enough that you've endured some struggle in your life, mm-hmm. and there's been some trial and tribulation, and. You've come out on the other side from all that. What type of fulfillment does this podcast bring you? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, so I – all right, we're going to go into therapy mode right mm-hmm. now. <clears throat> go ahead. So I mm-hmm. struggle a lot. Having been adopted, I struggle a lot with uh, being uh, – feeling worth anything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't – a lot of times I don't feel like – I don't have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I was made and then discarded. Like the fucking, we're gonna make a the, a relatable uh, reference right now. I'm from the land of misfit toys. Okay. okay. So nobody wants to wear the Charlie in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so having this medium to go to shows and befriend all these bands and connect with the people that give me something to do on the weekends that helps me through my time 
I enjoy it because I get to do what I'm good at, which is talking and getting people to open up about things. And it gives me uh, a purpose because I feel like one of the main reasons why I really wanted to do this was because I feel that a lot of the we're going to get heavy. The suicides that happen in music is because the musicians become a product mm-hmm. and they're no longer a person. They're just a thing that makes music that's to be sold. A machine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like what I want, what my goal was with this podcast was to break down that barrier and that I could get people to know the musician mm-hmm. on a personal level yeah. so that way when they go to VIP or when they go and see him at shows they can't, they don't just walk and be like hey man nice set and then leave mm-hmm. they'd be like hey man I heard you talking about yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian mm-hmm. I fuck with that too like I, let's be friends sure, I'm, trying, sure. I, I'm just happy that <clears throat> I found something that can help me bridge that gap and maybe help people not feel so alone yeah well that's beautiful dude Jesus thank you that was fucking beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> You're gonna follow that, Nick. <laughs> well, yeah. My, so my first concert was <laughs> <laughs> the Menzingers. We fucking get no, it. No, it wasn't the Menzingers. No, it was. Uh, was it? Uh, three days grace, three days baby. Gra- yeah, three days wow. grace. Yo. I'd rather feel pain than nothing. No, Apocalyptica <laughs> opened, and that's who we're like super excited for because of the cellos and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I did see Apocalyptica once with my dad. And KJ Elephant was there. Hey, it was pretty cool. That's such a bizarre line. It was it was Apocalyptica, Hailstorm right before they got like huge. I get off on you. <laughs> and, uh, Dude, I then it was KJ uh, Elephant. KJ Elephant's sick. They are yeah, they were awesome. Love them. And uh, Bullet, there was Bullet. You like fish dicks? Love them. <laughs> puddle of mud and Three Days Grace. So cool. Mm. Dude, Dude, I remember my puddle of mud phase. <clears throat> I didn't have that. I did. Definitely mm. did. Oh, I, I did. I had a Creed phase. It's still happening. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, I still, I'm, my Nickelback phase is technically still happening. <laughs> every time every time I go to a bar, like, all those fucking jukeboxes, man. <laughs> girl. Yeah. God, I love that song. Long day. snare. I definitely sang 45 a few times around a campfire. Damn. Oh, uh, Shinedown? Mm-hmm. It's a great yeah. song. Now are, now, are all of you from the immediate area for the most yeah, part? Yeah, I'm from, like, right next to Warsaw, I guess. Okay. I'm from Napanee. Okay. okay. Where are you from, Tyrell? E-Town. Elkhart. Okay, right word. Here. Just say that. E-Town, baby! E-Town, like, seven four, motherfucker. Outside of, you know, the bands and, and the music, I mean, that's how we all kind of know each mm-hmm. other for the most part. Um, what do you think that the uh, – do you guys refer it to, like, the 574 mm-hmm. – what do you think, other than the music and the venues that this type of place or this area has to offer, uh, just creative people in general? Hmm. Oof. Or is, is there anything? I mean, I, I, I mean, guess if there isn't shit, you know what I mean? If you like drugs, we have a lot of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Maybe there's, there's so mm-hmm. much talent here. Yeah. I mean, there's talent everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you have artists in Goshen and in South Bend <clears throat> and uh, – I mean, Elkhart has been a. I mean, we've been a. Oh yeah, go. No, no, sorry, no. Nick, my bad. No, it's okay. I'm just thinking this. Um, <laughs> the scene here it used to be thriving, according mm-hmm. to Old Man Jenkins over here. My Tyrell. But uh, I think it's like showing signs of what it used to be, and it's just mm-hmm. growing. Yeah. I mean, it's a slow build, but it's just great to be around this area i think mm-hmm. in particular yeah see that was when i remember when we were on for the first time um 
had we just played Ignition? Because that's where you and yeah. me met. Yeah. There was definitely, I think I described it as like, you know, coming to a, a new town that we'd never been to before and never had any real reason to come here other mm-hmm. than to play that show, which I thought was going to be a total f***ing flop. Because mm-hmm. every single record store show that we've played has been bullshit. Yeah, I dude. Ignition though, ignition something, Christ, something special, right? Yeah, yeah. that place turns into a completely different spot by night. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. dude, but and it's only like a block away from like the most prolific venue like Northern Indiana's ever had, which is the Post. Mm. And that was like still remains. Uh, uh, for today, bands like that have all. Aiden, played. Did right? Devore's Prada ever come Devore's through there? Prada played was there. Can you say Aiden? It was a uh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like a well. There was no Christ going on on the weekends there, no, but uh, no. it was like a youth place, like mm. club, and gotcha. on the weekends it was a metal venue. Gotcha. This area That's was cool. prompt was riddled with churches that let mm-hmm. kids come and play shows just because they wanted them in the church, but right. then they were like, "It's like the churches oh that opened the skate park to have the kids around." Yeah, yep. You know, but there was you can like, skate here, but you're going to learn some Bible verses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The post had Fair all trade. Kind of smoking and drinking and yeah. all that good stuff there, but like it it housed. I mean. Aiden and Still Remains played there and packed the place that. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Devil Wears Prada played there. I mean, a lot of big bands came through Elkhart and played the 574. Mm-hmm. We were like, we're uh, South Bend is thanked on the second Devil Wears Prada, Prada album oh, really? for being Plagues. I think it was Plagues. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Plagues uh, we were thanked for being like one of the rowdiest scenes. And well, they're from Dayton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And they. They gave us a shout out on that record. Sick. Going back to what you asked Nicholas, I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of the reason why there's a lot of creativity in this area is honestly, I think it is the oppression. There's that that Midwestern mentality to just do your work, keep mm-hmm. your head down, and live an easy life. And then die. And I, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like than I, die. Die. I, I feel like a lot of our generation is like that mm-hmm. i have dreams and aspirations and yeah. i'm gonna fucking bust my ass to do it and, and i'm from the midwest yeah and a lot of the <laughs> a lot being surrounded by those mentalities i feel like inspires people to get out their creative juices whether sure. it be art whether it be photography or mm-hmm. music or whatever it may be a lot of, there's people who love cooking mm-hmm. i feel a lot of people are just looking for that expression because mm-hmm. the surrounding uh it's like a silent rebellion yeah. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes we're not so silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, you know, the ignition. There was definitely something in the air that you could feel the echoes of of a thriving something. Mm-hmm. That it was a be. community, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone was just loving each other. Yeah, for sure. But also beating the. F- yeah, yeah you know. respectfully. Yes. So Tyrell, when when were those kind of? I mean, was this like the early aughts? Was when yeah. this stuff was going on? So I started. I started my first band in 04 mm-hmm. and I started playing. Nineteen oh yeah. four, <laughs> before <laughs> the Titanic, the sank. Chapel Hill tragedy days, and um, yeah, when I I went to my very first show at the Post in Goshen, and um, a bands were playing there. Uh, remember Arlington, Kingston Falls, uh, Iscariot, mm-hmm. um, and these are all like the oldest like most doctor doctor was another really good one all these bands were like gods too like i saw them and mm. i immediately fell in love with the scene and this was like 300 kids kingston falls a, are local they're local legends yeah. around here but the goshen venue was like 300 kids there i thought this was like a real this is like a real rock show mm-hmm. and every show i went to after that it was like 200 kids 150 kids 300 people like every single show and every little 
dirt venue we had in the 574. Jeez. And there was like six of them. We had like six venues. You could jump venue to venue in one night and they'd both be packed yeah. with all local artists. Uh-huh. And so I fell in love and that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to be a musician. I wanted to play in a band and my band sucked. We were like dirty, punk, hardcore, could barely play. Mm-hmm. But like I loved it and that was all I wanted to do. And it was easy then to do it because there was a million bands. There's a million venues. You could play three times a week, every mm-hmm. week and never leave the five, seven, four. Mm-hmm. So it was super easy to be part of this, like huge, like community. And we were all super, everyone felt super ambitious and everyone was super young. Everyone's in their late teens. Cause all of our venues were all ages. Mm-hmm. So everyone who played was like, like Sven was playing in uh, a winner's rose at the yes. time. And uh, he was only 16. And so was I, mm-hmm. And like we were playing shows three times a week, seeing all these young kids play. And it was just like so much energy, so much hype. Everyone thought they were going to be famous. Everyone thought they were going to tour for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And it was just like all these big bands were like rolling through our like community. And we would pack out every band that played ever. And it was amazing. It was amazing time from like Oh four till about Oh nine. It was like, that's all. I mean, music was everything in our area, I think. And metal thrived, like, really, like, really thrived. And then we, like, a lot of the venue, like, you had a lot of, like, beat em up hardcore and Friends Don't Let Friends Fight Alone, Crew Kids and stuff like that got, <clears throat> had their moment, their five minutes of music. <clears throat> and, like, you know, bands I love, like, uh, like Knights of the Abyss and, uh, uh, Alicia and stuff like that. And it was just like really violent, really hard, like beat em up hardcore music. Mm-hmm. And people started getting hurt. People started beating up people who didn't have any desire to be in a pit. Yeah. Venues started getting torn apart. Yeah. And venues so, started shutting down. So then all the Christian venues, the Christian core venues started closing. Mm-hmm. Churches were like, no, nah, dude, this liability. Mm-hmm. So the underground shuts down and the post shuts down. And, you know, then the skunk's nest shuts down in Niles. And, they turned into we just had the like the loft and mm-hmm. like maybe one other venue and then people and then we moved into the era where basically only bars would take mm-hmm. metal bands mm-hmm. and the great depression the great depression mm-hmm. we are entering yeah and so we were of the 20s i i completely dropped off of the scene in like 09 and the music kind of like music scene kind of died down because you had to be over 21 to see most mu- metal mm. music. Yeah. And when I started l- coming back in 2016, 2017, it was growing again. Mm-hmm. And like kids were like people that I knew growing up were in bands like Lenore. And it was really super inspiring because like there wasn't a lot of, we don't have a lot of venues still like Mm-mm. you have like Hardy's and Smith's and like all these bars that we can play in. Mm-hmm. But like, then Ignition started playing music again, and that was super cool. Metal music. Again. Metal music metal again. Music. They have other bands play, but, like, they started letting metal bands in again, and people are so respectful, and, like, it's, like, way softer, like, uh, atmosphere than it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as, like, tough guy. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the Wild West dying down a little bit. Yeah, huh? but it's, like, bands aren't, like like aiming to cut each other down there's not like this like it's community it's they, not oversaturated mm-hmm. where everyone's like the drummer's watching the other drummer to wait for him to f- up mm. so he can call him out on it when he gets off the stage because oh, wow. there was a lot of that in the old like Beautiful. everyone was judging each other everyone was like trying to like in like it was the intent to build each other up as bands but like it most often came up as like your band f- 
that sucks. That just sounds be, pointless. Be yeah. better. Yeah. And it wasn't healthy. Now, like, there's a lot of love. Bands are really trying to take care of each other. People are building each other up. Bands are watching other bands play. And it's, like, a lot of energy that, like, and the reason I, when they wanted to start the podcast and I <clears> talked <throat> to Chris and Nick, the reason I wanted to be part of this with them is they were people who didn't just like i saw a lot of young people talking a lot of about how the scene isn't this and there's not enough this and people don't show up to this and people aren't contributing this but no one's doing anything they're just mm-hmm. talking sure. on facebook yeah and chris was, easy to do yeah mm-hmm. but chris was like i want to do something i want to build up bands in a real way mm-hmm. i want to interview bands and do big things and like build a scene in the 574 that people can be proud of yeah and that he had me hook, line, and sinker. I and want I, like, people to talk about our scene in other states. I want people to want to yeah. come to play in yeah. our area. Of course. Because that, we show up and we show love and we get rowdy. Because I know that's what bands like to play yeah. for. They like to play for a lively crowd. And that crowd. reignited the whole idea that like we can get other venues open again. We mm-hmm. can build a thriving scene in the 574 mm-hmm. where bands from everywhere can come play and they're going to play big shows with lots of people mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who want to hear it and want to see this and want to be part of it and that's I think that's part of the lure of the 574 is we have a lot of people who just like <clears throat> love that underground culture yeah and they don't have the outlet don't even know that it exists mm-hmm. and all you have to do is show them and mm-hmm. kind of giving that us being a billboard and mm-hmm. like spreading that as much as we can I I just like fell in love with that idea and mm-hmm. what they wanted to do so I will say this though um, you know you were talking about there being you know, where you're playing three shows a week and never having to leave the five mm-hmm. seven four. I really do think, and and I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, that those days are dead. Oh, they're gone. I, yeah. I, I don't think that kids have the attention span for it anymore. I don't think music is as sacred as it was 10 years ago. So 100% saturated. agree on that. Yeah. 100%. So, you know, that's why we come to Goshen once every two, three months, mm-hmm. you know, because at that point it's like an event. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, yep. for oh, us, a lot of like, lizards are back. Yeah. yeah. We try mm-hmm. to make it, you know, like that's why we did like our EP release here. We mm-hmm. didn't play for, you know, there was like a quick show that we jumped on last minute a couple mm-hmm. weeks after that. But, um, you know, I think that it is really important to, um, and and you know, not not that not everybody deserves their uh, you know chance mm-hmm. to express themselves and 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 have their art, and but at the same time, you really got to draw the line where I think there's people that play music and then there's musicians. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's like a weird gray area there of people that don't really do it because they enjoy it they just do it because it's kind of something to do and then somehow they weasel their way onto a show and it's just yeah. like alright your band is shit <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're taking a slot that fucking Somebody hard working really yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I think that it's really important to uh, yeah A not not oversaturate but to make these shows an event you know, oh. give fucking people a reason to come out mm-hmm. you know we have I mean? to because yeah. I, I mean when you what you said the music isn't as sacred as yeah. it was 10 years ago I mean ago. with the goldfish attention span yeah it was like I said we were the internet's crazy dude yeah when I music first started playing fun. we're young and hungry and we had MySpace mm-hmm. and like so like everything was like flyers and like yeah. you, the word of mouth like whole high schools of kids mm-hmm. were showing up to, yeah. that's not that's not that's not the way if you suck people, no one's gonna come again right, yeah, yeah. Like, Nicholas if you put would you a, like to chime in on this no, 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 no. Yeah. You're just talking about I felt like you were talking about MySpace like I, I don't know what it is. 
I kind of rolled my eyes. I was, <laughs> and Chris saw it. I was at the <laughs> tail end of MySpace. I had one for a couple years in middle school. Yeah. I'm a top friends list. It was dope. The it one, was dope until they sold it like ad agencies. And then mm-hmm. got, the one like, thing gross. that I've been really trying to... Um, I have had many people come to me and ask for criticism because they know I will give them my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's what people... That's what musicians need. You know? Not that... Need. I was scared coming into this. Some people need constructive criticism. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you you suck. I'm going to tell you what I, as a fan who's listening to your music, think you could work on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you de- you guys definitely need in-ears because you have trouble holding a pitch when yeah. you can't hear your voice. It's what a lot of, it's a fucking common struggle. It's not on you. Yeah. You guys need to practice more. You guys need better stage presence. That's all. Yeah. That's what people need to do. Quit mm-hmm. being lovely and nice and, oh, yeah. you guys are great. No. You guys could do better. Yeah. I, I felt like your you performance you to, to be rather shallow and pedantic. <laughs> God damn you. No, that was one of my biggest fears when I started coming back and I heard all these bands talking to each other is I came from when I stopped playing music. I mean, I would walk off stage and bands that I play with would be like, yeah, man, you were really like, uh, you sounded kind of like shit tonight, dude. And I'm like, oh, fuck, my bad. Mm. And like, you get a lot of that. You get a lot of criticism right when you walked off stage from all the other bands you played with all the time. Mm. And so I got really used to that and giving criticism, taking lots of criticism. And then I came back and I felt like at first, like you couldn't speak poorly of a local, like big 10 band without the whole scene jumping on you. Like you were trying to tear them down. And I was really afraid of like giving any criticism Mm. at all because I was like, I don't want to get exiled ostracized or not be well I, the, I like these people mm-hmm. i like i like this music that's coming out it's not that i dislike any of it it's mm-hmm. that i have opinions that i would mm-hmm. like to share on some things like you know i don't think like i think this vocalist needs some work i think he could you know take a couple lessons or like it you know some of their music's not like you said like like it sounds like you could use in-ears or maybe like mm-hmm. you need to work on like how you're hearing the music live because it sounds like you guys are a little off things like that that's mm-hmm. why we just come out of the gate sounding like hell yeah i mean that's yeah that's kind of interesting though i mean like <clears throat> i guess i've never like really told a band what they could work on personally i definitely haven't oh yeah but I it's do not it something sure. that you just yeah. open up with yeah no for I sure i mean for sure and like i most of these bands i'm not really like good friends with so i don't feel like it's my place place to really mm-hmm. i feel like you have a responsibility to be self-aware enough in those situations yeah i i agree 100%. self-awareness is huge and yeah. self-criticism like i love being my own worst critic because i think that's how i work on things and make them better but like the bandmates themselves have to kind of like step Hold up and be like accountable. and be like yeah dude like you're not playing this right or like yeah. this should be changed or mm-hmm. we should do this live now because it would make our set a lot smoother and i think lizards is pretty good at fucking doing that especially oh, dude, recently yeah dude. Well, it was two or three weeks ago we had i i mean i oh, was going to talk I was, about it i just saw the word rage and all red and i was like that's exactly how <laughs> i felt immediately coming off shout out to rage against the machine yeah. Ow! um we love them we'd love we, to have them back <laughs> <laughs> we played Please come. I, I told Sam after we got off stage, I said, when I was 15 years old, I was in a Blink-182 cover band. Oh, and I panic would at the much disco. rather have gotten up there on that stage and bullshitted my way through that again other than that. And instead of performing that pile of shit that we just did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was a sucky set. It was terrible on so many we, fucking... 
But, you know, you get those people that come up to you that have never seen you before. And, oh, you guys were so full yeah. of energy. And yeah. you were just, it was you like, guys are great. Yeah, well, I'm glad we I could mask kill it. myself. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> like, yeah, I felt really bad because, like, people were like, like, hey, good job, man. I was like, thanks. As soon as we got <laughs> done, I know get what the fuck away from me. Yeah. As soon as we got done playing, I tore our merch down. I was like, I'm not selling anybody's t-shirt after that shit. <laughs> Like I, I don't care. I did want to get the in their whole world. Yeah, like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was embarrassed, you know. But like, nobody in that crowd gave me a reason to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, you got it. Yeah. I mean, Adam's absolutely right. Like. You need to be self-aware. And, you know... Or are you going to start drinking that Kool-Aid? Because, like, we have a super supportive scene. The problem is if you only play the 574, people are going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You're going to get off stage and like, you're great. Your folks were great tonight. No. You did great. That's just, right. like, natural, You did amazing. Dude. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, I know I gas out after the second song every set so far. You don't mm-hmm. have to fucking butter yeah. me up. I know I'm fat as fuck and I'm fucking dying into the third song. I think song. when I tell people good job, it's more so that I'm just happy they're happy doing what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and, I mean, it's not my... I mean, goddamn! Some of the stuff we get away with in lizards <laughs> is just—it's irresponsible. And some of the stuff we're about to get away with in lizards too, dude. We got some <laughs> weird. Hold on, hold on your hats, boys. It's about Ooh, to get stanky. Hold on to your hat. <laughs> but um, you know, it's—I have no fucking business <laughs> no fucking telling anybody. There was one—I'm t- not gonna say who it was—but there was one time it was a band of young kids. And, you know, they took fucking 45 minutes to change over. They had to Ooh. set up oh, yeah. Tommy Lee. But it wasn't even about their music at this point, dude. It was just about <laughs> it was this the, fucking the little fucking rock, rock star, star mentality. Yeah. And, you know, the kid came up to me, and it, well, what'd you think? I said, I think you wasted a bunch of people's time tonight. Ooh. And that was all I said. Mm-hmm. You know, take let that kid go home and chew on that. Mm-hmm. And when they came back the next time, it was a three-piece drum kit. <laughs> they, played, they played a 17-minute set instead of a 35-minute set. Mm-hmm. They got up there. They did their thing. They got the f*** out of there. And they kicked a member out that was there was uh, a problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, I, I think that it's, you know, I, I mean, I'm getting to the point where I feel like an elder at these shows. And I look mm-hmm. around and see all these f***ing young kids, you know. I don't need to be nice to anybody. I'm not going to be a dick for the sake of being a dick. Mm-hmm. But if some kid comes up and asks me, what do you think about that? Like, uh, I I'm think you guys are sloppy and you need a little more practice. I'm a Joe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, how do you feel about your set? Mm-hmm. You know, but, oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, because it goes back to that whole self accountability thing. Devin kills himself. You know I mean? We're just, I mean, like, how, how was I? Positive comments only. <laughs> All negative comments will be deleted. Please, no cyberbullying. But with, I, I think along with that, though, Tyrell, being rooted in, like, a metal community and, you know, the, the shows that we all go to are, are very predominantly metal – I personally run into a lot of egos at the yeah. shows. You know what I mean? Is yeah. there was there ever a time where you felt your ego get humbled at a show? Oh yeah. I so for me, I think it's most recently that I've really got like knocked off the horse. And that is like I spent years in a band that I felt wasn't like we were wild. We were we were very like we were very we we're a lot more like Louisiana, my first band, in that we were all energy, all show, just breaking. No talent. No, so you guys are very talented. We were not as musically that we had no pedals. We didn't know hardly what we were doing. We just knew that we wanted to thrash and play music and mm-hmm. fucking break things. 
And uh, I spent a lot of time trying to prove myself to a scene that thought they were a lot better than I was. Mm. And I wanted to prove I was the best front man there was. I wanted to prove that I was more crazy. I would hurt myself more. Mm. I would get more crowds involved. And I never fell short of that. I didn't feel like when I was growing up playing it. I was young and energetic. Mm -hmm. And Did you ever get to a point, though, where that felt like disingenuine, though? Yeah. Yeah. We, it became when me and Grant, especially um, when it became a product, we knew that we had to show a certain face every time we played mm. or people wouldn't like people came to see us go nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. if we didn't play a certain way, so we had our sets made like designed. So we knew exactly what we were going to do, how we were going to do it. Was it was like choreographed. Yeah, it was yeah, all choreographed, choreographed yeah. down to the T. We knew we practiced. Jesus. We got like four, moves and shit. Oh, we practiced four days a week. Damn, y'all were like, like y'all were like the Backstreet Boys. We <laughs> wanted, and me and Grant's goal was to be a touring. Hardly. We want to be a touring band with half the talent of half of the people. Most of the people were playing in our scene. Yeah, and we were on our way to it just from being. We threw a big show. People knew we had draw and venue owners and managers and stuff would see us and like didn't matter how shitty our hardcore was it was yeah. we were so much energy and people yeah i mean us. i love stage presence too i'm a huge yeah. fan mm -hmm. of like elaborate things sometimes yeah. like we cast in I love on that ghost. hard you yeah, know? Baby yeah. Metal. i mean not that i'm good yeah not that Hell i'm comparing yeah, you to brother no ghost, real like, metal brother because yeah. <laughs> y'all don't hold a candle to ghost <laughs> <laughs> you know but to me st the the live show the presence the being like just like Everything I was feeling being projected onto the crowd was all that mattered. Mm. Like the live show was everything to For me. Sure. Now, let me ask you this, though, before you go on. Did you feel a legitimate connection, though? You know what I mean? With in the, the audience? In the yeah. beginning. Because, like... I was young and naive and I was just playing every show for every show. Yeah. Uh, later in like 09 when we were looking to be signed and we were trying to tour with bigger acts, like uh, we wanted to tour with like Attack Attack. We were going to go on tour and kind of be like a legitimate band. Mm. And that's when everything was started to become choreographed. My The musicians like Grant and then the guitarists had become much better guitarists mm. and were buying better equipment. And like yeah. we were making songs that like didn't just sound like ragged punk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny you say that because around that 2009, 2010, that was when everybody, you know, I would have been 15, 16 at the time. So yeah. I, I wasn't quite. At I was the, just turning 20. Yeah. At point, that at was that when every band had choreography. Oh, yeah. And the whole. Crab core scene. Well, yeah. No, yeah. The, I mean, the, the, everything we were doing naturally was turning into like a sellable, pro, a hot topic. See, product. and you're not the only dude that I've heard say that exact same thing, yeah. though. The dude from our local, you know, the guy that was four or five years older than all of yeah. us, he swears to God that he invented the thing <laughs> where they throw the guitar up over the back of their head oh, and no, come back down. Yeah. And then the sideways you, hopping. Mm -hmm. He no, swears dude, he invented that. No, dude, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, we, 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 you watch music videos, you go, you would see Under Oath in a fucking, you'd see Under Oath in a record store and mm. see guitar throws, and then you had band members just practicing guitar oh, yeah. throws all day until yeah. they got it down, and it'd be, like, at first it was just wild, mm. wild, wild west yeah, yeah. of, like, everyone just thrashing and wanting to be like these bands that were growing. And then it like became, <laughs> yeah, but then it became, it all became choreographed. It all became, yeah. well, this is how our set needs to look. You yeah, you did. So for that, like, I felt like, like then, like I knew what I was putting out to the people and I knew what got people going and I knew what would make us be a better band as far as what people wanted to see. Would mm -hmm. you say it was provocative? It was provocative. <laughs> got the people edgy. going. Yeah. Were you edging? Yeah. During your Yo, sure. shout out to edging. Yeah, underrated. Right. Edging, dude. Underrated. Underrated. I edge myself all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm edging right now. <laughs> Damn it, Adam. Damn it. I was going to 
But coming back, hold on, hold on, hold on. You hear that? <laughs> but it's my bone in the table. Coming back was so hard. hard. <laughs> coming back was hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll say so hard. So hard. Um, no, it was. Um, I did feel like all of the guys. So the guys that I know from when I was playing who are a little older than me or the same age as me are either like running the well and doing like old man music stuff Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, or they're like still on the old wagon of things. And I wanted... You mean like a mindset? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was super scared that I was too old to play music anymore. Mm. And I was like, if I don't, you know, I was like... We started Nautilus and I was 29 mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I'm going to be 30 when we play our first show. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a part of my mind. I was like, I'm too old to play in a metal band. I'm too old to be a front man. Was it because of like personal insecurity or was it this like, this like goddamn kids these days mentality? It was, Ooh. it was, it was like, I would, when I was 18 tearing up stages, I was like, you know, I'd see older people play music and I was mm. like, those old men they're oh, word. tired yeah. ass yeah. and i didn't want to be that <laughs> no tight. yeah so you know we did our ep release and <clears throat> i was there yeah you were there <laughs> for it and adam we, you were there yeah we played our set and i, I remember finishing the set and just being like mortified and disappointed in myself immediately oh, dude wow. i gotta tell you something about your first show that was something that I have been looking forward to for <laughs> fucking months, dude. No, seriously. And, like, when you guys finally played it, you hit that first note of almost over. It was like... It immediately tanked out. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm trying to be fucking nice. No, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> like, my heart sank. And, like, it, in a good way, though. So I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And, like, it was like a religious experience. Like, yeah. from the start to the end where they were... You were ending the song, you turn around and start... Conducting the band with a four count. Corey says I, I shouldn't that do that so anymore. She says cool. it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing Nautilus was awesome. It was like I was here no. for part of this like movement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the humbling thing was, um, you know, I always pride myself on being the most energetic person at a show, and when sure. I played, and th- there's a level of energy I just don't have anymore. Sure. But at the same time, it's a low T. Yeah, you know? <laughs> God damn it. When you, the age Blender. gets you, guys. Yeah. Yo, telling I you. I don't want to lose that energy. No. Just keep that but there's a, boy. that, that the feeling gym. of the connection. <laughs> I felt connection like I hadn't since I was like 15 yeah. years old. Yeah. And it overwhelmed me. And I just wanted to give so much that like by the third song, I was full just out. I just get, I was done. Like I was like exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I was like pushing through the last two songs of the set and i was so happy because i was like sweating and fucking i'm playing prog metal which i never mm-hmm. thought in a million years i'd be in like a progressive metal band with musicians with full pedal boards and all this crazy yeah. shit mm-hmm. and like jake niece is like one of my fucking idols i love the burial so mm-hmm. like and i'm playing on stage with him and i'm like all my dreams of being a musician came true in mm-hmm. a little fucking venue in south bend mm-hmm. and at the same time i felt like it didn't give enough I felt like I had so much more to give mm-hmm. and I didn't give this new crowd all of me yet. And I was immediately disappointed and I was, and like we had a, 
killer lineup. Like you guys played, and Lenore played like their best set all year. They did sound they really good. They fucking just that night. murdered their it set. Really good. And really like me tight. and Kenny go all the way back to high school. Mm-hmm. So like I know Kenny showed the fuck out because he knew what I was gonna try to put down. Yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful. I loved it. It was like it was so exciting. It's my favorite. And at the same time, rivalry. I felt like building up to it. I hadn't given the new scene, these new bands, you guys, and all these other bands that played the respect I think you guys were all due. Mm. And I watched you guys play, and then I played, and I was just like, everyone in this scene is good. Mm. Like, really good. Mm. Like, And it's not just everyone playing death metal or metalcore. It was like five genres on one bill, yeah. and all of them fucking kill it. Yeah. It was like, I got to step it up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you remember how long we spent though working on that lineup? A lot. It was yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew we wanted you guys. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, they took me to the ignition to see yeah, it, just yeah. to seal the deal, and then we <laughs> watching mm-hmm. them went straight over to the elephant bar to watch. Watch us play a second set. Mm-hmm. Hell oh, yeah! Gosh, and I was just like, sold <laughs> <immediately>. <laughs> that shit was tight. Yeah, Yo, I mean, sold man. on it immediately. <laughs> but I, yeah. Are you done speaking? Yeah. I'm sorry. Never. Well, never. 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 <laughs> We're never done talking. <laughs> I was just saying. Cut him off because he'll just keep talking. Your show. And I mean, talking. Go, going back to your, uh, how you how you said you, you saw like every other band and was like, holy sh**. We like sounded like sh**. After like watching like us, like I, I like going to a show and seeing a band that I was like, holy sh**. Doing this better than us. Because that makes me strive to like work even harder oh yeah you know like i that's a that's makes that's, you hungry if it doesn't make you shit. hungry you're probably not a yeah musician. yeah <laughs> like that makes me like want to like just even work harder yeah. you know yeah to see we, another band that's like working harder than us we've definitely had people before that i mean like a humble brag real quick like we get people at, well twice it's happened where you get someone that's like well they're just up there flailing around like oh, that because uh-huh. they don't have any talent or whatever it's like I guess. <laughs> I'll tell you what. They're crazy because the first time I saw you, I wanted to go home and be like, all right, Niles isn't a prog band anymore. We're about to be thrash as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You just get those people that like, they kind of got their tail between their legs and then they got to hurl insults. And yeah. It's just like, why can't we just get up here? Like, I like, I was in a blink when you do Bro, you ain't in the same fucking genre. Like, why the fuck are you comparing yourselves to us in the first yeah, place? Yeah. Like, just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Off. Just have That some. band that opened for Burger Kill. Uh, what? With, the, with the drummer Jump from uh, they're Indo- the, the, the Indonesia's biggest metal band. They got like a million um, followers. Yeah, yeah. Shit. they no, played they at Smiths, Smiths, and the opening band. What, were the, what was their name? Um, I don't remember. They're a pop punk band from Fort Wayne. Um, the drummer. Strike one, two, and three. No. Uh, the, the drummer was the drummer from one off. of my favorite <laughs> local bands ever, Skeleton Thieves. And uh, to, was it? It wasn't Flamingo Nosebleed, was it? No, no. Was it? it was, you make that like up. No, on, on God, that's one, a sick one band, word name. band name. One word band name? The drummer is the Smith's, uh, the sound guy at Smith's son. They're pop punk, and they're from Fort Wayne, Yeah, and it's one name. Making Enemies. Making Enemies, two names, that's sorry. Two names. Making oh, Enemies. Oh, okay. Making Enemies. You're a liar. And they, they opened, the and they office. were... They were really great. good. Sick. Really good. And I'm like yeah. up front. What? They're from Fort Wayne. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're from Fort Wayne. They're called Making Enemies. Making, Making enemies. enemies. Yeah, they're great. Great band. Their drummer was in a band called Skeleton Thieves when I was growing up, oh, and they cool. were fucking bad. I don't know how we don't. I mean, maybe they just don't play. I mean, we don't play Fort Wayne. Ne- I never heard often. of them until they were on the. Oh. Like I was like, oh, it's pop punk, and I looked cool. them up. They've got music online, and I was like, this band's. 
good. Sick. And then I saw them play, and I was like, damn, these guys are yeah. great. Yeah. Making I, enemies. Yeah. And I an episode loved out with them. them. Yeah, I yeah, love them. They only got, they only have like 400 likes. I yeah, don't dude. Know. That, they're, they're fucking They sleeper. must be pretty new then, because I don't know how we would have missed them. They're sleeper OPs, though. But they're playing with like dad rock metal band, <clears> Indonesian <throat> metal band, Lenore, and us. Sick. And they open up, and they're just fucking fantastic. Oh, so you're not the dad rock band? <laughs> no, we're the we're the Boom, metal band with soft vocals that everybody walks out when we're I start. The metal band with dads. I go, it's um, and everybody leaves. <laughs> so I do. I have a. I have some rapid fire roundtable questions. Okay, okay, though. I got this. All right. All right. So, without thinking, if somebody on the opposite side of the world were to ask f- for you guys to recommend an artist. That has we'll just we'll say ha, that you've seen at ignition. First one that comes to mind, who would you refer them to? Zaf. Way down wanderers. <laughs> That's not yep. a band. A band. <laughs> Yo, Zaf is tight. Fuck I Zaf love them so love much. Zaf. I want that band to blow. Weed is tight. Me too. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> that should be their like tagline. That should be their next album. Weed is tight. Yeah. <laughs> nah, like. I know that that whole like stoner metal trope is like very true with those guys, but like their lyrics are actually pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they're they're great. their they music's amazing. Cool they're so talented they're musicians. So good. I really, really hope we can like do a week with them next year. Mm-hmm. Jr. rips that. So Dude, hard. Just I, I was going to so say you guys, by the way. All right, I don't want. I don't want to jerk your dicks too hard. You don't have to. That's why I don't want to jerk your dicks too hard. But it, it's you guys. <laughs> I. Fuck, I mean, I haven't. I haven't seen a lot of bands. Oh, Tyrell, I'm coming. No, like I just you guys, you guys. I mean, my my wife has been metal in ten years, <laughs> and when we went to the first show she saw with you guys, she started listening to the Chariot again. And every time I die, well, it's because she caught on. States, she realized she's like, wait, I've heard this riff before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they stole it from me, did. Yeah, and now we, we listen to you guys all the time. We love you guys. Well, and damn. Like, yeah, like that's. That's the band I would choose. That wasn't me fishing for a. No, for sure. For but a, yeah, I, didn't, uh-huh. I was like, man, I'm going to be jerking them off so hard. I didn't yeah, we've only played at Ignition 69 times yeah. now. I wanted to say you guys. I wasn't going to give you that satisfaction. Yeah, please, yeah, for the love of. Everyone knows that the Lot Lizards are sponsored by the Toon Junkies. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. But I have seen yeah, Way, you have way to Down Wanderers twice at Ignition. And oh, yeah. I've never heard of them. They're folk. You went last who, time. Who? Way Down Wanderers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah. great. They're really great. Folk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Falk? they're like Falk. 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 All right, oh, yeah. let's like go with this music. next rapid fire. Yeah, yeah. hit me. <laughs> so what? Not so rapid. Okay, so I personally, I don't listen to a whole f- load of podcasts. Mm-hmm. I listen to you guys, and then I listen to like the big four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Rogan. I listen to Josta, um, Mark Maron, WTF. Uh, I have before, but not too much. I'm still I'm very it. vanilla Mark when it comes. Not that you guys are vanilla, but I, you know. <laughs> but um. Podcasts with multiple hosts, I feel like, can get really overwhelming. But you guys, you know, the episodes where it is all three of you, you seem to do it very tastefully. What do you think it is about each other, you know, you with your two co-hosts, you with your two co-hosts? What do you think it is that your other two guys bring to the table that make it a not frustrating listen? May Unless I? you think it's a frustrating listen. May I? See, you, you jerked us. So I'm going to let so you guys jerk each other. This is not a rapid fire question. Well, yeah, yeah, no. It's not a rapid fire. So I got a rapid fire after this. Word. I feel like the dynamic that <laughs> I'm gonna we piss have. I'm going to my pants. All right, go for it. <laughs> yeah, not so in he, here. That's what Tyrell's going to do. <laughs> um, 
So, so that's I, how they get a good dynamic going. One of them just always so Tyrell yeah. sucks, right? So, Ty, so, so wait, Tyrell's 44 years old? <laughs> yes, yes, oh my yes. God, he's going to be 65 in two years? Uh-huh. That's almost 100. <laughs> so the dynamic I think that we have is that um, I, Nick <laughs> made this meme one time that perfectly described our dynamic. Yeah. And, it was and of a, course Nick made a meme. And it, was, <laughs> it was a still from Parks and Rec, and it was April... And Andy, and it said a- April's saying someone will die, yeah. and then Andy said a fun. <laughs> I'm the cynical yeah, one, absolutely, and he's yeah. the lighthearted yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I good and, cop, bad cop. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like what it comes down to is like I have the experience in the therapy and the getting people to mm-hmm. talk and stuff like that. Yeah. Nick brings the humor. Yeah. He's always great with a fucking like singer. We, we yes, yeah. all the time. <laughs> it can be super serious and then all of a sudden he goes, actually it has to go to the Senate first. <laughs> I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. On the spot. Like, Yo, you should bleep that whole joke <laughs> out though. <laughs> and then Tyrell has the experience from like um the past bands of like um, the hype of when music was booming in this yeah. area. Yeah. So he is no, experienced. I totally get that. Yes, there it is. That's the meme right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as fuck. But I uh, I think and me and Nick have been doing this. This is number um, episode fifty one. It mm-hmm. will be. Woo! Yes. Fifty first anniversary. And that we, is on the better half of one hundred. Yeah. yeah. Which is almost a hundred. <laughs> the first twenty were whew, real rough. So I. Think, we were on like four of the first twenty. <laughs> 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 I think the thing that has helped the most is I. I mean, things will get better in time, as most things do. Yeah. But me and Nick have learned how to read each other, read and each we can bodies. set up jokes for each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, it's like an alley oop. It's like yeah, yeah, you just basketball. knock it out of the yeah. park. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tyrell is on and off. At least he Tyrell's ha- good defense. He has <laughs> been. <laughs> Chris just stares at me with death eyes until I shut the <laughs> up. Like, uh, did you see me earlier? I had the mic on. I've been talking for 25 minutes. And really, it's the, the it's the I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> I'm <trying to> talk. <laughs> but I think that... Um, what was I going to say? Thanks, Tyro. You're welcome. Well, something <laughs> I can say, it, it kind of like... It's very reminiscent of why you we have you guys on a lot. It's familiar. We like. I feel like we vibe well off of each other. We have fun. Yeah, friends. Oh, yeah. People yeah. feel like a fly in the wall. I've heard mm-hmm. when they listen to like episodes like with us. Mm-hmm. This is fun. We're having fun. This is fun. <laughs> We're having. Fun. Well, it's because it's the exact same conversations we have before our set at ignition or in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're just talking, dude. Yeah. And that's what that I'm was. Not reading a script. That was the whole. Uh, not the whole idea, but that was one of the ideas behind this whole thing is that I wanted people to feel like they knew the musicians so that mm-hmm. when they go to the show they can talk to them as yeah. people and not just a product yeah, hey I sure. paid a ticket yeah. I saw the show it was great good job see me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're here with us yeah. like you're yeah. here in the conversation with mm-hmm. the band yeah. and it's like a it's just like a open forum mm-hmm. where you're like having those talks and it's just like no bullshit no like preemptive like okay let's promote all your it's like we yeah. do that at the end but mm-hmm, the sure. main meat and potatoes of it is just like what are you up to? I want what the listeners to get to know the musicians yeah. as people. What Is about that, you, Nick? How do you feel robots. about Chris and Tyrell? Oh, Chris and Tyrell, huh? See, Chris and Tyrell were communicating like 
Chris and I would communicate, and then Tyrell and Chris would communicate. But I never really, in the beginning, talked yeah. to Tyrell. Yeah. Actually, and uh, when I first met him, I thought he was weird. He didn't <laughs> like me, <laughs> which made me not like him at first. Yeah. Because I thought he didn't like me, <laughs> which was a totally stupid reason. But then we start. We had our first scene spot with him because we didn't have a guest, but we wanted to put something out. That's a really cool thing that you guys do too. Yeah. The scene spot thing. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm officially caught up on every episode of Toon Junkies. By the Ooh. way, I think. Oh, I'm not at all. That's okay. Your favorite episode is? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite episode? <laughs> Yo, Adam doesn't do <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about this scene. <laughs> Did you hear what his favorite one is? Uh-uh. Wolf of the Sea. That's his uh, favorite that's right. episode. Yeah. With, uh, that's why they called it Wolf of the Sea. Last time I checked, there was like 17. Yeah, we pump them out, dude. dude so normally, most podcasts do. The first do. time you were <laughs> 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 Basically. Holy shit. Weren't we like a fourth episode? Most podcasts do one episode a week. And so they normally do 52 episodes in a year. Oh. Yeah. We have done 51. And we still have two more months. Jesus <laughs> I'm a workhorse. I need yeah, I need something to do. <laughs> I mean, Rogan puts out like four, three or four yeah. a week. Well, he also does like three, four hour episodes. Right? Too. Yeah, yeah. That dude yeah. just be talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love conversation. Yeah. I, I we love need to do the math and find out the percentage of, of <laughs> the episodes we've done so far that have them in it. I think <laughs> we've done four. Well, this is like five. This is, this is mm-hmm. four. This is like. Four and a half, four. because I don't really yeah. count uh, Cult Fest as you guys like being a full episode to you. Oh, well, yeah. they they were on, they came on several times, so yeah. they at least Fest? got like 20 yeah. minutes. We were sober, too. Yeah. I know, you guys kept I didn't coming like back. I like it. Yeah. You guys were so overwhelming. <laughs> 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 Wait, you guys that, weren't, weren't you? you were, uh, I was that, drinking like, all day. Yeah. Being professional. <laughs> <laughs> There's that famous looking renaissance lap. picture that Athena took. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me sitting on his lap. And I'm laughing so hard my face, I'm like covering my face that's oh, a beautiful picture. I just remember, like, one of you trying to interview Sam and me and Adam being like, Is that mic on? We're coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Belly flop the on the table. The best interview of the day we got out of Sam, and we got maybe two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talking over there? Yeah, we came in. Where's Adam? I think he said he went to go poop or something. <laughs> what about you, Tyrell? Um, yeah, one, uh, Chris definitely has a way of uh keeping my like unending conversation skill in check because yeah. i'll talk for the rest of my life and never stop so he's really good at like cute like i can feel when he starts getting annoyed about how much i'm talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i'll just like then i can taper off mm-hmm. and it's most people energy. will just let me go forever sure no, and and it it works out really well and you know i just sigh at all of nick's jokes and it works out <laughs> <laughs> works out great his his young gen z humor and my you know, boomer, I'm a, my boomer says, I'm a millennial tyrell says that he sighs I'm all a millennial, his jokes thank you but i will let you know the tyrell Loves Nick's jokes and he quotes them in our chat oh, all the time. All day, every day. <laughs> all the time. My favorite thing is like, we're having fun. This is fun. <laughs> this is fun. We're I having fun. Joey's jokes. He's uh, the funniest guy I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. I say, 
Yeah, dude. All the time because of you now. And yeah, I feel dude. like I say dude a lot more now because of we you. We had our hell yeah era where oh, we're like yeah. every episode we're just like hell, hell yeah. yeah. We're still hell yeah. Hell yeah. This girl that I'm seeing and I say that all the time. You just make it more mush mouth. Tyrell, I do have one more kind of deep question for you before we let Adam get some rapid fires off. All right. Um, What are some of the parallels between podcasting and playing music? With that, I I have a follow-up question. What would be harder to replace your two co-hosts or band members? Oh, that's a good, that's a really good question. And I actually am ready for this one. No, uh, I think that there is like the, um, the need to like connect and click as a unit Mm -hmm. is almost identical. I think to playing in a band Mm -hmm. Um, and the management of it is just as much of a headache. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily there's only three of us instead of five of us Mm -hmm. because I want to murder my bandmates (laughs) over half the time Mm. because we're all over South Bend and Elkhart. So we all have to come together Mm -hmm. to make music together and with jobs and everything else. It'd be real pain in the ass, especially when you're, taking your music really seriously of course yeah so that can be a struggle and stressful and same thing with us here but Mm -hmm. with the three of us it's a little bit easier because like there's only three of us so it's a lot easier for us to kind of just be like hey man let's tighten up the shit brah yeah uh and we we each know kind of our position in the group so Mm -hmm. like we can be like you know nick show the up on time bitch and chris you gotta f- fix our bullshit because I had it sounds ex- like a proper excuse to <laughs> yeah yeah no um so yeah as far as like playing and managing the podcast i think they're very similar mm. and as far as replacing i love i want to pre- preface this. this i love you guys carefully in nautilus so much and i don't <laughs> want to replace any of you but it'd be so much easier to replace any one of them than it would <laughs> <You're good. laughs> thank you that is the correct answer i'm so sorry i have replaced many band members in my time playing music yeah. and Chapel Hill was a joke in the whole scene that we were a revolving door of band members yeah. me and Grant were the only original members and at one point we had seven members like in the Chelsea band Grant. Mm-hmm. so like yeah we we rolled through guitar players keyboardists second vocalists all kinds of people I had five drummers throughout the history of the band you found five drummers yeah, <laughs> yeah right? nuts it's amazing we where's this treasure trove dude, yeah. 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 Players were the worst. we just had like acoustic guitar players who would just like hold the bass and strum the yeah. top string for us for a while because okay. we couldn't find bass players yeah. um, shout out to Nick Hellinga for being just the best he was our last bass player and a real bass player we <laughs> loved him oh, yeah. Um, but yeah like at the end of the day I know my vision for our music mm-hmm. and what I want to do as a band and at me as a vocalist what I want so like if we had like say if we lost Pat tomorrow like I know that it would be hard losing him. He's mm. a great musician, but we could replace a guitar player. Right. Um, Whereas if I shot Nick in the head mm, right yeah, now, yeah, you can't. Like the, these are. <laughs> if you were to do that, <laughs> yeah. This, this podcast's identity rests on the voices and personalities of these three people. <laughs> I've been to kill you. That's the gun noise. <laughs> That's a don't do that again. <laughs> You've already done this before. <laughs> 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 but yeah, 
these Rod three personalities Rod and our voices. Watts. I mean, that makes the show, right? And like, Hold on. Let them finish. I'm so no, sorry. I'm done. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, as you were. These three voices, these three personalities are what <laughs> makes the Toon Junkie podcast. Of course. Their voices are the instrument, and whereas like, the instrument in the band is really just the instrument. Yeah. Whoa. like, And, like, some bands aren't able to, like, recreate a certain sound without a certain band member. There's a lot of guitar players who defined a band, mm-hmm. and losing, yeah, them sure. was, losing them made the band fall apart. And Van I'm, Hagar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A man, brother. And yeah. I'm an egotistical asshole. I think my voice yep. makes Nautilus, so it doesn't matter what musicians <laughs> Yo, come into the at band. At least you're like, I will care about band. it and honest. Like, own that. Yeah, I'm a fantastic vocalist. So, <laughs> and see, I mean, I think you are, but the fact that you said it made me hate you. So, I, I the, the reason why me and uh, Tyrell get along so well is because we're both egotistical. And Are you egotistical, Chris? I am, but oh, I hide dude, it very well. Oh, that guy's so vain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I can I, see it spiritually. I am, I am the phoniest person you'll he ever meet. No! Yes. He has special episodes where he mutes everybody but himself. And he just, <laughs> <laughs> just it's just him having a conversation with himself. He's like, I don't know That's what's happening, but I bet narcissism. it was something I said. <laughs> hilarious. But he like replaces other people's words with his own to make it sound like he's a conversation <laughs> yes. with himself. It's just him at a Starbucks. So Chris, you one look great buddy. today. I'm uh. funny. This <laughs> <laughs> um, makes me horny. But uh, the one thing on he says that oh I'm the vocalist I'm the reason the band's good, I would I would go along with that that I feel like I'm the reason that Toon Junkies has become what it has because I'm the one that does all the f- work. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Welcome Word. to my life, sister. <laughs> he does oh. all the editing. He does all. You the know how rough that is because I'm people's favorite <laughs> yeah. welcome to be Yo, the vocalist you, know yeah, you are the vocalist you are people's you do. favorite hey, let's open presents <laughs> yeah open some presents while Nick, you're opening presents you are adam's the, gonna you hit are some rapid me and my fire. band of this i do 10 percent of the work and get all of the credit for it <laughs> hey chris you're my mom's favorite i know i am i took what? over for the instagram i, know I, I planted what? that seed exactly right <laughs> She's like, Mio, when you gonna you bring a little princess over? Let me have the one with the hair. Mm, yes, mommy. <laughs> mommy, call me. <laughs> wow. Trust me, cowboy. My mom is a ride you would not survive. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. thing I want to die. <laughs> it's like that Malaysia flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you wouldn't survive. Right? Mom. Right? Right? human, right? She's an airplane. Let's open some presents, and while you're opening presents, Adam's gonna hit you guys with some rapid fire. Okay. Uh, I don't know. This isn't. This first right. one isn't so really. Oh, hang real on. Quick. Never mind. Um, so Tyrell, this is my gift to you. This satanic wrapping paper. It's fucking yeah. dope. Yes. This is like Kingdom Hearts wrapping paper. <laughs> 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 I thought you got Kingdom Hearts wrapping paper. <gasps> no fucking way! Oh. My dude! It's also signed dude, by the Dude, is that vocalist. Plastic Beach by the Gorillas? <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's it's si- it's Crystal Lake. It's signed by the vocalist. Damn. Oh, nice. Well, sh- my <laughs> hole, dude. You know that's answering this, right? Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> dude. Beautiful. Merry Christmas, Did y'all get Tyrell. each other albums knowing you were going to get each other albums? No. Uh, well, records is my gift that I give to yeah. people because yeah. that's or what Bunkos. music. I did get him a record. Music is my thing. So yeah. when I learn that you like music, I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna stick to. Okay. Hell yeah. 
Uh, I'm not going to brag, but I'm going to brag. I have a pretty sexy vinyl collection. Oh, got about six grand in mine. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Jesus. You have probably. Well, you had money in it then. (laughs) Yeah. You put your money in there? I have no records. It's just money (laughs) in each of the slots. So you all got each other records without knowing you were going to get each other records. We figured. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. What's next? It's going to be for me. From me. It's for me from Nicholas. Hell yeah. Athena didn't open it already. I guess Athena. Okay, Athena did. Thank you, Athena. Yo, I part. would die on a cross Actually, for Athena. Actually, Athena got it. I'm just taking credit. Just want to throw would that you? out there. Let's I would. Just open the f***. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to shut up. I'm trying to. Woo! What is Where it? the light is, John Mayer, live in Los Angeles, <laughs> baby. Aw, look at him. This is my favorite record. John nice. Mayer's hot. There's fucking yeah. four records in this bitch. Wow. wow. Yeah. Three, I took one of them. <laughs> For reference, if you haven't been to the Toon Junkies studio, we have a framed photo of John Mayer with his When tickets. I went to see Hell him yeah. in 2017, and it was magical. You know what my favorite John Mayer song is? Just don't you. How do you want to be with you? <laughs> this podcast is over. That song. <laughs> That's not Dave Matthews Band either. It's Hootie. <laughs> it's Hootie and the Blowfish. That's, Chris, oh, that's, that's Chris's right. first concert. Yeah. How do I want to fucking be with you? Hootie and the what? Hootie and the who? Okay. So. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nicholas, the, the gift that you're getting that was supposed to be just for you is. On its way, it's from Warner Bros. But you it's already like 303 record. Yes. Chris doesn't want me talking <laughs> about the fact that he got me a 303 record. I didn't want people knowing I spent so go money ahead and bleep out the fact that I no, know that. No, it's fine. 303030. It was a special collection, right? It was like yeah, a 10 year anniversary. anniversary of one. Okay, hold yeah, on. so he hold sat on. in his room and just listened to 303, Cobra Starship, and Blood on the Dance Metro floor. Station, and Blood <laughs> on the Dance Floor. That's I don't all. Know a single damn song by Blood. All right, so now this next me gift. Fuck that band. Is for all of us. I have the same thing as these, okay? Wait, am I so you both have to open those at oh. the same time. Okay, okay. Wait, so we're all three going to have the same record? Yes. Dope. Oh, yes. Because I, I can be sweet sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. And dude, it's the mm-hmm. it's the yeah. fucking Irish metal band. Yeah. Dude. Oh. We can listen yeah. to pirate music. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah. Storm. Oh, pirate, Hell, yeah. Hell yeah! No grave. Oh, this is my favorite thing I've ever got my whole life. Gonna, Hell yeah! Do you know who Alestorm is? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Uh, imagine a Dale Earnhardt tribute band called Dale Storm. <laughs> Holy uh. shit! Now we end there. that out. We're going to talk about that. They're different, va- <laughs> they're different variants. I don't, Thank you, dude. I, yeah. hate, I hate to give you gifts that imply, like, make you have to go buy something like a record player. Now we got to get a record player, <laughs> like a f- nerd. Or you could just frame them, whatever. No, dude, this is, cool. no this, is, this is the most heartfelt thing ever. I You don't even realize how amazing this is. This Helix well, record, signed by Ryu. Like, signed by Ryu. That's fucking <laughs> Dope, dude. Thank you. Well. Merry Christmas, boys! Yay! Merry Christmas! Dude, I just uh, got you Revenge of the Sith that's on fine. DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Adam got a little gift for you boys, too. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> what are you... Oh. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> this is my favorite thing ever. What? Are, what, what is this called? <laughs> <laughs> They're like kicking out of each other. I like it. Joey, you're not very good at this. <laughs> that wasn't that hard. 
<laughs> I'll tell you what is hard. No. <laughs> oh. <Yes. laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The straight porn in here right now. I'm loving for, this. For, for all the listeners at home, this is our. This is the best gift oh I've ever god. received. Okay. Will you teach us how to play that way? It's done. Damn, we should have mesmerized. It was like rock, paper, scissors, but then they just hit each other. <laughs> anyway, Adam's got some questions. <laughs> Will you teach uh, we want some f-ing answers. I literally just have two. Uh, where do you want to see this podcast like continue to grow? As an entity, like, what plans do you have for 2020? Oh. If oh, any, 2020. We or just like, had a meeting about this. Yo. Yes. I think you boys can take this thing into 2420. Damn. Or 2069. I mean, if y'all become like Futurama head like jars, Ooh, like they Richard are. Nixon. Yes. Yeah, like Nixon. Like so, Nixon. Then you could. What do I see Toon Junkies becoming in the future? Well, my main goal is. Just to like blow up and act like <laughs> I don't know nobody. <laughs> 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 that was funny. Sorry. Yes. Was that Riff Raff? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think he was just here. <laughs> so you played I like Dick Shaft. <laughs> riff Raff. I don't. I don't know. I don't know a Riff Raff song. Anyway, well, you all you need to know is his mullet and his cobra sunglasses. We got a mullet sympathizer here. <laughs> I want one so bad. But anyway. So what I think I would like Tune Junkies to go into in 2020 is um, one I want to I want to I got to word this appropriately. I want to move away from only focusing on metal bands. Yes, because this podcast isn't just about metal bands. Yes, we love metal, but. We're tune junkies, mm-hmm. not metal junkies. Mm-hmm. We yeah. love all music. Can I ask you a Equally quick question? Good name, so I got Nick Offerman on your posters as well. Yes. You know. Have you considered uh, stepping outside of music? Well, uh, I don't really know what you mean there. Like, like, have you thought about talking to like artists or video people or boring? I mean, okay, you know, that's what I would do. I agree. Paul Nick never came back. Is word. that's what I would do. Yeah, that's Word. what I would want to do. That's what, uh, yeah. because Honestly, it's called Tune Junkies, you want to focus it's, on more music. Yeah, it's mainly yeah, music. For sure. Because yes. What if it was people who hosted shows? Like, what if people like the... the oh, like venue owners. Yeah, yeah we yeah. talked about some of the definitely scenes, want to see spot. Spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We've, we're, okay. we're open to that. Have you ever thought about giving up and just being done with all of this? Honestly, yes. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Sometimes I get so stressed out. Dude. Like, Yo, I mean, same. Especially my anxiety gets so high. I'm like, oh, I still got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. We got to get this done. This has to be at your full time job when they're yeah. like crash and like the thing is like I have a, I have my morning I have my full time job and I still like have to run this yeah. while I'm at work I have to message people back I have yeah. to post you're preaching online. the choir homie yeah. like yeah. Um, if I may Chris does so much yeah and uh, oh, here we I'm go. finally getting a new computer mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to learn hands on how to do what he does Hell yeah. take that off of him because it was weird because I was like expecting him to say something along the lines of no I've never wanted to give up because that's how I feel but I also know how much more work he puts into this and I do what I can with what I have yeah as the manager of naps he works very hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did get a weighted blanket recently and it is mint 
But anyways, um, I'm hoping that once I can, you know, be able to, you know, comfortably call myself a co-producer too, because I want to take some of the weight off of his shoulders. You want to relieve Chris of some of the load. Yeah, because I want to feel. (laughs) You know, I don't want the weight of it on him. He's got the weight of the world on his shoulders right now, Nick. Yeah, he's a a small man. He's got the whole world in his hands. Whereas Tyrell's like, I don't want nothing to do with none of that producing ass shit. Yeah, man. I'll stay here and talk about the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. No, uh, Joey's already wise on it. He already knows. Yeah, y'all like like Bayside. What's that one song called? (laughs) (laughs) Flowers. My God, no. We talked about Bayside last time. No, that's uh, that was a huge part of our. We had like a huge uh, summit discussion of what we wanted to do in 2020, how we Mm. wanted this podcast to be, and Nick. You know, it was like, I want to take on more responsibility in the production of the show. I wanted, uh, we discussed how I want to become a permanent third member. I want to be on every episode. Yeah. I want to be the third sitting co-host of the show. That was confusing for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Which yeah. I, I, still originally, sometimes is. I originally was just a silent partner, like, partner because mm-hmm. I provided the space and mm-hmm. I built the studio. Yeah. So I was just like that and then I would sit in when they needed an extra body mm-hmm. or when um, just when you were available yeah when I was available he was always so busy he's got a band he's got a family he's got a, yeah. like a super tedious job so yeah. Yeah. just kind of whenever he was available you got kids you have two my word Hell yeah. yeah I'm a piece of shit um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude you gotta stop stealing that <laughs> they're gonna grow up and listen to this like, I'm gonna like that sucks I'm gonna give them like Spotify links and say go to 3 it's minutes not, 31 seconds it's, it's not my fault for creating you. them you know what I mean <laughs> you do have that power mm-hmm. yeah you know you also no, have the power but to, you know, uh, for I'm me it was it. becoming a permanent part of the cast and being uh, at the forefront and then all of us spending more time out in the scene being mm-hmm. at shows doing the um, groundwork the yeah, footwork go, going yeah. and seeing shows of artists in more towards southern indiana and other places seeing yeah. artists up in michigan being at these shows the podcast being a representative of live music and mm. going and doing live streams and being being more of a presence than ever sure. you had um you said something that stuck with me in our meeting that like all in for you said that you wanted Toon Junkies to be the authority for the local scene. Exactly. I want people, when people want to go look for what you can go see and who you should listen to and what there is to consume in the 574 and the surrounding areas, Mm -hmm. all you have to do is go look at the Toon Junkies podcast Facebook Mm -hmm. and you'll see every show that's being played. You'll see live streams from us Mm -hmm. being there, talking to bands, watching bands, being part of it. I want, Mm -hmm. if people see me in public, I want them to be able to say, dude, what's going on? Yeah. I can be like, what dude, show can I do go yeah. to this weekend? I was Y'all, like, this weekend we that's have a this, huge this. task yeah. to take on, yeah. boys. Y'all think about making a website? Oh yeah, perhaps. Yeah. That's near future. That's near future. Perhaps, perhaps. we want to. Twenty twenty is kind of like the nut up or shut up year. You know, mm-hmm. that's exactly how the lot's feeling yeah. right now too. Yeah. <clears throat> we might as well put our balls on the table and see how hard we can hit them with a hammer, boys. <laughs> Hell yeah! Who says that? <laughs> no. Nobody says that. <laughs> you have that. You have that initial. You got hair on up. your peaches or what, damn Ron? <laughs> <laughs> on my what now? <laughs> on Let's my out, take a look. You have that initial ramp up where it's all new Peaches. and you you get yes. the excuse that we're stumbling, we're learning, you know, you have your hiccups, you have Not your anymore, down dude. weeks, your up weeks. You're fifty one episodes deep. Yeah, we know what we're doing. We mm-hmm. have the we have like the show down mm-hmm. and now it's how do we evolve the show? How do we grow the show? What do we want as a brand? Who are we wanna wanting to be? And like 
like Chris's initial idea of like, I want people to see the bands as people. Mm-hmm. We need to be, I want Toon Junkies to be what builds the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right. I, like everyone wants to talk, Respect. but we want to be about it. I want to work. Like show like, Oh, do you go to shows? Like, no, I'm at every show. Yeah, there's yeah. live streams, there's right. footage, there's everything's on the Facebook. We we're promoting every show we sure. can on our own Facebook. Like we are here every week. If yeah. you want to come, I'll pick you up. We'll go. Like, yeah. I want to be that's those guys. That's what's always drawn me to you guys, to be honest. Is I mean, that's what we talk about with a lot being a very a community, mm-hmm. you know. And this is no diss to any of these bands, <laughs> but like, I don't want to play f-ing every show with Lenore. I don't want to play every show with Zaf. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play every show with Dirt Nap. Like, love those bands, mm-hmm. but like, look, Native World's gonna come up and play. Uh, yes. Bazooka Tooth is gonna come through and play. Oh, yeah. We love Hell you, Bazooka yeah. Tooth. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> you Hi, know, Bazooka Tooth. You guys are cool. I, I like being an anchor Fucking point suck. for people love to come in and hear other, you know, there's mm-hmm. been times where that's backfired where people come out and they want to see, we love you. And then they have to sit through our set first. And yeah. they, you know what I mean? That, that's happened before, but, um, you know, just let's, let's make this a community thing. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, there's no reason that tune junkies needs to be a metal podcast in the same way that there's no reason lizards needs to be on metal shows only. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. it's you got to reach each other because I think all this has emotional impact. You know, mm-hmm. and just because somebody likes the heavy, <laughs> doesn't mean that you know they can't go here. What, what's her name from Cincinnati? Sarah Bellum. Sarah Barry Ellis, as in uh, "Not Gonna Write You a Love Song." Her right? N- what? Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> 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 Isn't no. Sarah Bellum like a country? Sarah Bellum, that's a stem of your... We got, we got a rule about making up words on the podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no there, there's, there's a gal in, in Cincinnati. She's like a singer-songwriter. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure her name's Sarah Bell. You know what I mean? But like, I, I don't see any reason why we couldn't play with her. You know what oh, I mean? For and, sure. and have her come and come to Ignition. Um, you know, our friend Caleb has like a bluegrass project he's working on. Why not? You oh, know dude. I mean? Hundred percent. That speaks. Most people. That's what January tenth was supposed to be about. Of us yeah. starting the new year was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, spaceships approached us. Like, we want to play with you. We won't be. On, we won't be a show with you. And no like, more rules, dude. I was like, hell spaceships, yeah, dude. Come on. And then Most, we're like, we'll pick up Louisiana Lottler so you get a nice, healthy dose yeah. of metal <laughs> on top of. <laughs> how, does that, how does that make you guys feel? Actually, hearing that. What's that? Say that again. A nice, healthy dose of no, metal. No, no. Like saying that you put them on so that you get a nice dose because our. Do you feel like that's going to be the reason people come? Is it like a fallback? No. I mean, I just... <laughs> wanted, I mean, we wanted Gun Hands to play the Buzz show. Off. Oh, but they weren't available. But <laughs> <laughs> they fucking couldn't do it. Pieces of shit. You're the plan no. B. Yeah, literally, yeah. No, no it's all like, good. Uh, we originally... Well, so are we now that you we have new wanted, podcast friends, huh? Uh, no, we originally... so many new podcast friends. Yeah, we've... <laughs> wanted all these like heavy bands to play in our in the 574 none of them could play and like as soon as we were like okay we'll get another out of towner our first choice was you guys mm. but like it it's just like we have like i mean stop drop rewind's like straight pop punk yeah pretty close well like kind of kind of math rocky yeah like indie math yeah. rock yeah and then spaceships is like showgaze mm-hmm. and then us we're like progressive metal and then you guys are thrash right sure. 
Yes. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You guys are, wow. We're diet. Damn. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> How do you guys? Wait, you're not being interviewed. I am. Fuck you. I don't care about what your band is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Now that. we're getting some spicy <laughs> content. Yeah, we're smoking uh, spice. I'm out of questions. I'm I got. I got one more. This is an actual rapid fire one because we <laughs> literally have not had one rapid fire. I one. had one. You had one. Had it was like one. Mary Kay. They're sick of us. <laughs> um. Well, this goes for everyone, including me, including Joey. We'll start with Chris. What was your album of the year? <gasps> This year. You know what? I just posted this um, in a group, and I will pull it up right now. Pull the, the fuck up, baby. The, um, an album and a genre that is new to my life that came up and into my life this year. Finger blasting ASMR. You f- <sighs> nailed it. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Get the f*** out of town. <clears throat> you know what? Someday I'll be dead, and you guys don't have to worry about it anymore. Damn. It's um, an artist named Ben Rosette and his uh, <clears throat> EP uh, or album Ultraviolet. Um, ben used to be in Dance Gavin Dance, and now oh. he plays stuff like uh, this. What was the EP called or the, the album? What was this album called? Uh, Ultraviolet. I'm writing all these down. But he just does like groovy shit. He was in a, a little EP call with a. No vocals, just instrumentals. Yeah. This is. This shit changed my life this year. Is yeah. He put out another EP this uh, year called Shadow Galaxy that's also really good. But yeah, Ben Rosette, Ultraviolet is my album of the year. Fuck yeah. Dude, this is a really good question. Nick. Ty- no, Tyrell. No, Tyrell. you gotta go before me, man. Joey. Uh, Birth of Violence by Chelsea Wolfe. I, I tried so hard to find another one, but um, I just went through a lot of bizarre changes this year, and that record was kind of in the passenger seat with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. There's a song on it called Deranged for Rock and Roll, and that was like kind of my whole like my mantra for the like tail end of the year was just like oh my god i got yeah. nothing else going right now we better uh just put our balls on the table and see how hard we can hit them with a hammer stop saying that that's not gonna be a thing <laughs> my favorite song off that album was be all stop things. making yeah be stop, all stop things. trying to make fetch a thing <laughs> <laughs> be all things the happen. song yeah off that album was like the only way i can describe that song is i feel like i am watching someone or something ascend to heaven yeah if there is one and like I don't know. It just I get chills every time yeah. I hear that fucking yeah. song. And every time we kiss, I swear I could fly. <laughs> dude, yo, Dance Dance Revolution. When that song came on, <clears> yeah, dude, I, I do recommend though. If y'all are gonna, if y'all are gonna check out that Chelsea Wolf album, find a hot babe to make out with while you listen to it. Poor guy, whatever you're into, it doesn't matter. I we said a babe. I didn't. He did say a babe. The term babe is not gender yeah, specific. Y'all are all babe. There's an implication. I'm open though. to anything. Y'all are all babes. Babes. Straight white man, I guess. Y'all are all babes. Here we go. Oh, I've been wasting my time go. since April. <laughs> do, not, do not stroke me and Chris's egos any more than they already are. I'm stroking somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm stroking. Wolf. Stroke me. Stroke me. I'm stroking oh. right now. Um, <laughs> my album of the year is uh, Ginger by Brockhampton. The more I hear that album, like me up dude have you listened to brockhampton no you'd I'm love it you'd love it. All one word, all it's not him it's like a collective rap group 
slash they're well, a boy, boy band. band. They're, they're a boy, boy band, band first. They got a girl on there. Oh, I yeah. See no, they don't. Do they? I thought no. they did. They have a lot of vocal manipulation that I think some of them sound like. That one dude They're sings really high. He literally is, though. We had to put so many effects on his vocals to make him sound good. That. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who's have got iridescence on vinyl, I'm just kidding. I would be caught dead letting him do vocals in my band. They, so right, like, Tyrell? Yeah. Evanescence is right. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. When, do, <laughs> when, do I, when do I get a vocal spot on Louisiana? Never. Never? Oh no. I can't believe you're absolutely embarrassed for you right now. By the way, my album of the year. <laughs> but I anyway, tried so hard. I didn't got so say far. It, but it's fucking Hello Exile, Menzingers. I yeah. mean, well, yeah, I knew it was going to be. But I didn't <laughs> we all knew. Yeah, I, but also like contenders on that really were uh, the new Bayside album. I love that album so much. Bayside came out with an album the year yeah, 2019. The same mm-hmm. day uh, Hello Exile came out. Oh yeah, that's up. Sometimes it really do just sometimes be like that. Sometimes. It be like that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, chapter one from you guys, like, that was huge. What? Your chapter one. That came out last year, Volume, boy. Know, but volume one, whatever, but I didn't listen to it until 2019, so for me, like, oh. sentimental. I sure. You liked it more than Back to the Lamp? Yeah. <laughs> it's got more sentimental value, because that's where we learned about you. It's because Adam wasn't on it, but, right? Yeah. <laughs> real talk, Doomer gives me chills every time I hear it. I'm so psyched that you know that it's called Doomer. Yeah. <laughs> surfer. Surfer dude. Yeah. Dude, uh, Alexandria from Native World hit me up the other day, and she was, like, asking us about, our, like, our set list. Like the, and she's like, when do you guys play Surfer Boy? I was like, how the f*** do you know that that's what that's <laughs> called? Yeah. It's actually called One Last Final Swan Song. I don't one, know. Like, one more I last know, final One more swan last final yeah, swan see, song. Yeah, see, those titles are too long. Those I'm not mean in a panic nothing to yeah, yeah, We need to, we need to get more accessible the titles. Tree and take this to your grave. Those yeah, so we love like, like, straight up. P. Wentz is God. Like, I would recognize so them, but I wouldn't refer to them as that. Yeah. Like, I would recognize one last final swan song if someone said it, but I would never personally call it that myself. Dude, I know, like, songs off of volume one... Like Banger has a long name. I don't remember what it Should is. Just call it it's like I know goose song. your name is Christopher, <laughs> but I would never song. call you that. That means I'm in trouble. Oof. Time for spankings. I had a band director. He'd go, Nicholas. <laughs> Mr. Foster. Tyrell, did you have an I was A-O-T-Y? Major. This is hard because most of the bands that I've been like super attached to this year uh, didn't put anything new out this year. They put We're it all out at the end s- of last year. Same, dude. Well, not even that. Like, I was stuck on this Trap Them album that came out in 2016. Yeah. All fucking year. Yeah. So I found, I didn't find, I found Crystal Lake this year. Mm-hmm. And then I got to go see them and I was just like blown away. Fucking love those guys. They're like classic metalcore. And, uh, they're, what, a, what a loose term. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I've never, that's metal core. Classic. When you put classic in front of it, too. Yeah, yeah, it's just like cool. traditional, like old school metal core, like the same progression like, and stuff. Like, like, <laughs> well, it's like you get Black a lot Sabbath. more of the hardcore side of it, I guess, than yeah. you do like the. the jumpy. Yeah, side. the jumpy, poppy side. Mm-hmm. See, that's um, like, to me, that's like second or third wave metal core, though. Yeah. Like, to me, yeah. like, converges the metal core. No, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. I think we talked about this last time. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But We're so, like, Helix Helix <laughs> was in November of 2018, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I've been all about them. Boy. Holy Hell by Architects, I, like, stayed on most of the year, too. Mm-hmm. I really love that album. It really brought Architects. me into, like, yeah. I almost Holy Hell was so good and, like, brought me into the newer age of, like, this generation of 
You like that metal. bouncy low string shit. Yeah, that like the the almost genty like heart of a coward bands and stuff like that. Like I almost it's fun. gave you I almost gave you that holy hell record. I do too. But I was like, no. That's a good no, this I is the one. This one. No, you you got the one. Right. Oops, but so wrong. that's been big and then gunship came into my life. You which is God, I fucking love gunship. <laughs> that retro wave like i don't know where Dude. i was in life until i found that style so of what music would you choose a favorite of those three bands yeah no of those three the most impactful for me was probably crystal lakes mostly because their energy on stage getting to see them this year and then like listening to their music it like took me back to when i was a kid and like reminded me why i started playing music and made me want to do that all over again. So yeah, the, the Crystal Lake's been huge for me this year. Giving me new albums to listen to, so thank you. Yeah. Well, Adam putting on his coat, so I think Yeah, we gotta Literally. get rolling, babies. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck you hey, all. Thanks for having us, guys. This but was yeah, no, no, thanks thank for having you us. For having no, us. shut the no, flying. Thank you for <laughs> having us. On thanks for asking us to do this. So this yeah. is really cool. Well, like, of our local bands that we've met this year. You guys are the winners. Oh. You guys are the winners by <laughs> far. Jesus. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> will, you guys drink, will you guys drink this beer if we leave it here? Mm, yeah, probably. Yes, yeah. you will. <laughs> you will drink this beer. Hey, this has been the Toon Junkies podcast. I am Adam. And I am John Lennon. Of, of the all, Beach Boys. Of all the pieces of shit you could have named. Seriously. You could have said, I am... F- I'm sorry, I'm John Lithgow. Is that any f***ing better? That's killer? way better. That's yeah. way better. I'm John John Lennon gives me PTSD about my childhood and being about abused Yoko by Ono my father. And her whole life. <laughs> Cover. Whatever I'm just, I'm just like surprised <laughs> that word. John Lithgow was the next John you went to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John, John Cena. The third one would be John Jonathan Davis. Ooh. Oh. He had a meth addiction like John me. Bon Jovi. All right, let's get the fuck out of Johnny here. Johnny Rotten. Yo, shout out to Yoko Ono.